Because they were like, um, it was from Fox News. They were like, Trump cuts U.S. aid to three Mexican countries. <laughs> Wait. So, yeah. Wait. So it's like the whole, all the South Americans are different Mexicans. Wait, hold up. Three? Brazil, Brazil is soccer Mexico. <laughs> Chile is beach Mexico. <laughs> Argentina Wait. was meat Mexico. Wait. <laughs> Wait. I'm going to say, where's, is, is there rainforest Mexico in there? Fucking, oh my God. This is OD, son. <laughs> Cuba, communist Mexico. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion I'm so cold-blooded, I fear nobody Ain't no letting down, I won't let you down Cause I got ice in my veins I talk like a champion, like a champion I'm so cold-blooded, I'm so cold-blooded I fear nobody, I fear nobody I walk like a champion What's up everybody, this is episode 61 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast for the second straight week in a row. Your boy, the lovable JT, just in transition, just on his damn phone and just in thought, Justin Thomas, JT, is doing the introduction. And honestly, it feels good. It feels good. You know what? It feels right. It feels right. To my right, <laughs> a 6'2 Guyanese out of Long Island. <laughs> He's got a tattoo on his arm. I'm not going to tell you which one. It's John, Dijon Mustard, Eugenis Haslam. The poor Mexican himself. <laughs> Jonathan Moto. You got my height wrong again, and you said my last name wrong, so this is great. Now, yeah, anybody that's taller than me that's over six foot is just six two. That's just the base <laughs> I go with, all right? Take it or leave it. Kyrie Irving, six two. Yeah. Are you old? Are you taller than six two, John? No, I'm six one. Why are you complaining then? <laughs> See, this can't, can't do anything nice for these niggas. Anyway, wow. to my, my far right... <laughs> to my far right, a Kappa standing at five foot eleven. He has a cane and it's not peppermint. <laughs> the shimmy shimmy god himself, Miles Wilson. <laughs> Hello, Justin. <laughs> hey everybody, how's it going? Hope y'all staying safe out here on these streets and enjoying sports like we are. Um yeah, man. All right. And to my far, far right. The furthest of rights. The furthest of rights. Oh, boy. <laughs> but not that far right. <laughs> he is the Saratobi sound man, the man, the myth, the legend, Matt. I'm far right, but I still haven't crossed the 50 yard line. So, hey, there you go. Okay. It is. We're, we're, that's, yeah. Yep. I got it. We haven't gotten past the middle yet. <laughs> we're still on the list. As far not right yet. as the left can go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Oh boy! So uh, yeah, we got a uh, another good show as always. We always got good shows. We put out a lot of content. Man. We do put out a lot of content. Yep. Good job, John edits the content. Because if John wasn't editing and Matt wasn't doing also some sound editing, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's all I got to say. I don't know. Listen, there's plenty of YouTube videos coming each week, so make sure y'all check those out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. More than we, enough content. But mm-hmm. speaking of content, let's start off with uh. The NBA Finals. And, uh, you know, going into this last week, we did a preview. And uh, I think we all had the Lakers winning. We, we did all have the Lakers winning. Um, but, hey, look, um, after the first few games, I kind of I think we all thought it was over, especially with Bam Adebayo and Dragic yeah, having the injuries. Shake, man. 
And then the, the, the Jimmy Butlers, the James Butler, the yeah. adult in the room, mm-hmm. came through in game three. How about that? Love to see it, man. I, I do. I feel so bad for like Drogic. You know what I mean? Like mm. Jimmy's not young, but he's not he's not been around like Drogic and like um, Bam's still young as shit. But it's like, mm. you know, Drogic. And, and you heard him. He's like, you know, I asked the man upstairs. Why now? Like, why does that? Because a planner fashion tear. Like, it's not not a partial it's, tear. Like, that shit is torn, torn. No, it's, a, it's yeah. inter- an interesting fact about that is that Joe Johnson, when he was with the Hawks, actually had a planter, f- uh, the same injury mm. in the playoffs, got a cortisone shot to play and was just horrendous. Yeah, that's why yeah. like Dragic is like I don't want to go out and be a liability on the floor, which mm. is big because a lot of players, especially players that are have that m- important that, of a role ego. on their team, yeah, I can they play. would, yeah, they'd be like, yeah. no, no, I'm gonna go out there, and then you go out there, and then you're just stinging it up. Yep. But um, also it's just like man, like a plantar fascia, it's like for him to not have like a partial tear or something earlier and just tear the whole shit, I got that's real rough, man. I feel I feel for him, but you know, it just like it's just get more credit on Jimmy Butler, man. Like yeah. he's really out here and he's. He's like, listen, we, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna bust my ass regardless of who's coming out with me. Yep. And like, it's just you. You can't hate Jimmy, man. Yep. They was trying. They was trying to cancel him. They was trying to slander his name in the past couple of years. And it's like you can't hate Jimmy, man. And we love to see it, man. Game three had a forty point triple double, which it, I, I mean, I feel like we see monster stats all the time. But to see something like that out of out of Jimmy Butler is just like. In the finals, on the biggest stage there possibly can be, is just something outstanding, and I think it's something that, um, you know, it, it's not something that you should get used to because it's it's something you got to enjoy in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also on top of that, um, Tyler Hero, who's been hooping, some fun fact: he's had uh, double digit points in every single playoff game that he's played off off the bench and in the games that he started in mm-hmm. this series too, which I feel like is dope. On the bright side, though, we do have Adebayo upgraded to questionable for Game Four. So I guess we'll see what happens in terms of um, whether he whether he does play or not. Hopefully he does. I think all basketball fans really want at this point is just to have a good series. Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to see one mm-hmm. team like like a one sided series and just straight blowouts. So the fact of the matter that the the Heat showed a lot of heart in the last game is you love to see it. Yeah, my thing. Um, it's like I hate seeing Kelly Olynyk get minutes because <laughs> especially in a game uh, two, he was like. It, to me, his effort was not there, mm. but um, he had a good game. You know, game three, like what seventeen off the bench, I think. Mm. Yep, so um, him, you know, putting it together, and it just shows that it's just that culture that they've built in that Heat team. Like, um, game two, Kendrick Nunn had a really good game. Yep. So it's like uh, next man up, and it's like he, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know chemistry teams, and like it's always enjoyable watching them. So um, that and uh, the other thing is like that performance. Two things where they're like, this is the first time LeBron has ever had someone like out have more score, out rebound, and out assist. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that's a crazy. Yeah. Yes, that's that. why. That's why I'm saying <laughs> it's like you, you. It's it's shit like that that you got to just take in a moment and be mm-hmm. like, wow, like Jimmy is way better than anybody. Maybe not John, but way better <laughs> than most general casual fans thought that mm-hmm. he is. So it's like that says a lot about Jimmy, and that also says a lot about LeBron. Yeah. The fact that no one's done that and he's been to 10 freaking finals. And you figure who he's going up against yeah. in these finals. He's going up against Hall Kevin of Famers. Kevin Durant, yep. Stephen Curry. Like, bro. He's going up against, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the, the Spurs teams. <laughs> yeah. Dirk. Yeah. Like, And nobody's outscored, rebounded, and assistant. That's, yeah. that's that, insane. That, that's, yeah. It speaks, to his, yeah. It just speaks to his agreement. That, that's, and that's what we're talking about. Like, those are the stats that you can appreciate for LeBron James if it's not shoved down your throat mm-hmm. by the Bron sexuals. <laughs> like you, like we, like we can marvel in that. Like, damn, LeBron really is like 
one of the greatest ever to touch a basketball. And we can acknowledge that on our own right instead of somebody telling us, hey, LeBron is the best. Like, yeah, I know. I, I'm not saying the same stats you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But, hey, I think it, to, to your credit, to your point, John, about the, the culture, I think we're see, you, you see the difference between the Heat is that they're a team that doesn't rely on their stars. Mm-hmm. They don't, like, yes, Jimmy Butler has proven he is a star, but they don't rely solely on Jimmy Butler. Right. Like, mm-hmm. the, like, like the Lakers can rely on LeBron and AD. Like Jimmy Clippers doesn't can, make the team go. He makes the team better. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the Clippers rely on, and that's why, a big reason why they lost in Game 7, they rely on their stars, Kawhi and Paul George, when they don't come through. Boom. Right. The Celtics rely on their stars, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown. And if they're not you know, coming through, you see what happens. But I do think, uh, as a caveat to that, I do think it works more often than it doesn't. Oh, no, it definitely yeah, does. Sure. That, that, yeah, that's that's, that's definitely does. what makes stars is they don't have bad games like that. Right, exactly. As, as many times, you know. Yeah, and I mean, uh, stars, superstars. Like I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, when you got level stars like the Warriors, for example, like, there, you knew for a fact every night you could count on Steph Curry, you could count on Kevin Durant, you could count on Klay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I don't think Clay Thompson's a superstar, but I think Clay's he's definitely he's definitely he's definitely super reliable though. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even like not not even re- just retro retro to this season, you know what I'm saying? Like, even LeBron, like he's somebody that night in and night out, you knew what LeBron was gonna do. It was just about what pieces was gonna go around him. Kobe, Michael Jordan, like I think that list goes on and on and on. And and to that point too, I think we're seeing you can't really that's why I was saying, like, and we were talking about this even like two weeks ago. You have to pump the brakes on Anthony Davis because in Game Three, he's at, he's getting outplayed by Kelly Olynyk. He put up only fifteen and five. Kelly Olynyk outscored him. You can't if you're supposed to be this a top. Even people have him in the top five now. If you're supposed to be this top five player, you can't be getting outplayed by Kelly, like the Kelly mm-hmm. Olynyks of the league. You can't only be. You have to find. I know he was in foul trouble in Game Three early. You got to find a way to keep yourself. On mm-hmm. the floor, gotta gotta stay on the court because if you're off the court, you're useless to your team. Yep. It's um, shout out to Kyle Collinsworth. If you guys know who that was, he was um he played at BYU and he was actually on the maps for a bit. But I saw a tweet from him, um, where he was like, "If you guys think that LeBron doesn't still have a case for Finals MVP, then you don't know basketball." Yeah, I don't understand yeah, this yeah, whole no. weird like Anthony Davis argument. Thing. Anthony Davis is making a case, but like at the end of the day, like LeBron is still making that team go. Well, of course. I mean, and I, it's like he's. Yeah. He's putting up the. He may not have as much points as Anthony Davis, but he's putting up a triple double almost every night. And in game two, he had more points and had all the assists and all the rebounds. It's is this. Like, it's been like a weird thing. Like I've seen this all over Twitter. Like this. This whole, isn't like, football where you just you, if you get the most yards, yeah. you'll win. But it's like MVP. a hot button like, issue. This whole Finals MVP, LeBron or AD, and it's like you're seeing like the LeBron fans against like the true Laker fans. Mm-hmm. And it's like weirdly enough as it is, then the, the LeBron haters. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I don't understand like why you can't just appreciate what both of those guys through yeah. the first two games what both of those guys are doing. Who does it really matter? Honestly, like it would be boring if we all agreed. Though. It matters to like I'll say that <laughs> right. it, would be, it would be boring if we all agree. If everybody had the same opinion, it would be like, all right, well, LeBron is great. The end. That's why we don't have too many arguments on the show. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I say because like LeBron is. AD is outscoring and out-rebounding LeBron, but LeBron makes up for it because he's out-rebounding AD Davis by, like, seven assists per game. So, it's like, they pretty much even themselves out. But I feel like it always, it, somehow it always goes down to who's scoring more. Like, I think, mm-hmm. and, and most... People don't know basketball. Oh, yeah, well, aside from the fact that people don't know basketball, it's the, it's just the whole, like, conception around, like, the most valuable player award, whether it's in the finals or whether it's in, whether or whether it's in, um, what should you call it? 
or whether it's in the the regular season. You know what I'm saying because people were confused. Like in 2015, while LeBron was getting Finals MVP votes, even though his team didn't win. Well, I won. mean, if you act, if you actually look at the stats, you actually look at like what was going on on the floor. Like who was the most valuable player on the floor? That. That's that's it. anybody else. I I can't say that that series even goes past four games. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the way the Warriors team was hooping, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And that, even even now, it's like you look at most valuable. If LeBron's not on the floor, I mean, it, to me, the the, it's the Pelicans the, to the shit. The Lake the Lakers are just a significantly less team, yo. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm glad you brought up that series with LeBron against the you know super powered uh, Warriors because yeah, he should have won that though. That Finals MVP. Oh, I mean, that I first like, Finals. That, he definitely should have won that. That, that aside, I, I really don't care about that. But it's, I think it was, um, it's more of like people comparing this finals to last finals, and people are like, are basically like saying like, oh, because LeBron was shorthanded against the uh, Warriors, it's the same as Jimmy Butler being shorthanded against the Lakers. And my thing is that's stupid because LeBron James is LeBron James. LeBron James is gonna make because he's so great. Mm. He was going to make that series entertaining. Coming into this series, right, and then leaving game one with Bam and Drogic hurt, mm-hmm. could you really say that it was the same? Is Jimmy Butler, and it's no disrespect to Jimmy Butler because we're acknowledge, we acknowledge that he is a great player in this league. Jimmy Butler is not LeBron James. Yeah. Jimmy Butler will never be LeBron James. I don't think he'll ever be in the same, like, Jimmy Butler is not one of the greatest players. Like, people don't look at him exactly. as arguably the greatest In 20 years, time. we'll look back and say, damn, Jimmy Butler was a really good player. We're not going to say Jimmy Butler was in the same category as LeBron James, which is why it, this is not the same. Like Jimmy Butler going up against the greatest player in the world, like to ever play, and probably one of the top, top five player right now. H- how is that even comparable? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, tying that in, I guess just just um, going for going forward, winning the series, not even necessarily win the series, but like. Winning these next few games, like what more does it do for Jimmy's legacy than if like LeBron were to lose these next few games? Honestly, I don't think if I don't think if the Lakers lose a couple more games, I really don't think it hurts Bron's legacy unless like it's unless it's literally just Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Like I think if Bam comes back and plays solid, then it doesn't really hurt his legacy because the Heat are a great like team. Like that team is a really good team. I I think that people are going to look at it differently. I feel like it kind of goes into the Bron hate a bit, the look from the, like the media doesn't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Um but I just that like that Heat team beat the Bucks, which that was your pick to win the finals. You didn't even pick the Lakers to make the finals. Right. Did I so, have the Lakers in the finals? No. Oh, I I had Bucks Clippers. Yes. Hey man, look. So th- that's what I'm saying. Lose. Like you win this some, you is, lose some. like <laughs> this Heat team not only do they overachieve, they're better than people realized. Mm-hmm. And I think if they're hurt and they continually lose, barring like an all-time great performance from Jimmy Butler continually, like he comes out and puts up another 40-point triple-double with like getting some support. I'm not going to say if he's doing it and he's Luka to the shit, mm-hmm. um, then it's not a big hit. But I feel like if it's just him by himself and then they're just like, they're the Lakers are fucking up. Granted, the Lakers did play sloppy in game three. If oh, they yeah. continually play sloppy, it hurts his legacy. If it's a good series and they lose a couple games, it doesn't. I think it's uh, if the Lakers were to end up losing this series, right? And if LeBron still oh, they lose, yeah. if if LeBron still plays the way LeBron's been playing this series, and they lose, and he's not getting help from Anthony Davis, it doesn't hurt his legacy as much. It is a little bit of a, a blemish, mm-hmm. uh, and especially the, the, the as you said, the LeBron haters are gonna feast off it. Mm-hmm. Now he'd be three and seven. 
in the finals. Yeah. I think it would boost up Jimmy Butler's legacy way more Tremendous. than it yeah. would damage Absolutely. LeBron's Tremendous. because now you're talking, and you know, I brought this up in our group chat earlier, and I guess we get into this this, this discussion now is Jimmy Butler would be in the realm of what Dirk Nowitzki was mm -hmm. in terms of an improbable championship run. Mm -hmm. Like to, to say, I mean, yes, they were a favorite against the, uh, the Pacers. All right, cool. Nobody had him beating Giannis and the Bucks, mm -hmm. yeah. and then nobody had him beating the Celtics. Yeah. And then I, nobody had him beating the Lakers. Yeah. You know, a team that has one all-star, right? I don't know. Bam, two. Bam, two. Two. Because Bam made it, right? I think Bam, I don't think he got Was he a reserve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, but Bam was still... They were both they, reserves. They both, they both but still, reserves. and also what? The third best player would be a rookie? Yeah, arguably. And Tyler Harrow because yeah, Dragic is really being hurt, yeah. a factor in this series. So, I mean, would it be... If it's in the same realm as Dirk. Would it be better than Dirk? So Dirk's? my thing is, um, if Bam and Dragic come back and are fine, I'll give you, even if just Bam comes back and plays like normal, mm. I would say it's Dirk level. If Jimmy wins and either the two of them don't come back or or they come back and they're hobbled, mm. it's above Dirk's. Because Dirk didn't really have, like the only injury you can really say for that team, I'll give you two, where we had Cron Butler out the whole year, which mm. imagine if we had Cron Butler on that team, and fucking Roddy B was hurt, but he's always hurt. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. So um yeah like if if Jimmy manages to win this without his other two best players this is above Dirks like that's this is like a once in like fucking 20 year championship type shit yeah like it, it it's tough it, it it, it's tough to compare because i think you have the Nowitzki team that obviously had Dirk as the only all-star with a lot of great solid role players and a great coach going against the Heatles three of the three three of some of the greatest players of all time but the way that I see it as it stands now, LeBron, arguably the greatest player of all time, and Anthony Davis playing better than how he's played at any point in his career mm -hmm. versus Jimmy Butler. And I, I think the difference between Jimmy and Dirk is still, like at this point, like before Dirk won a ring and at Jimmy at this point now, is still Dirk is tremendously higher on those rankings than Jimmy Butler, which is why after taking some time to think about it, I think regardless of how Jimmy wins it, if he wins it and beats LeBron, unless, like barring injuries on on the on the Lakers side, mm -hmm. obviously, I think you, I think this is this is over Dirk's ring to me. Like if it if yeah. it if it happens, because I, I, at the time when before Dirk won a ring, like he was already a, a solidified Hall of Famer. Like he was already mm -hmm. going to the Hall of Famer. He was considered one of the best European players of, of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like John always says, revolutionized position, one of the, literally one of the first stretch fours ever. You know what I'm saying? Had an MVP at that point. You know? So I think Dirk had already solidified his greatness prior to winning a ring. Jimmy... And I'm not saying he's not a he's not a he's not a great player, but there's been a lot of players that have came into the league and have had the same trajectory as Jimmy Butler. There's been the Tim Hardaways, there's been the 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 Mitch Richmonds, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, the T Max, you know what I'm saying? And I think with a ring, that puts Jimmy like that just wherever he's at right now on the top players of all time, that puts him in the top fifty for me. Mm -hmm. Being LeBron and A D in the in the finals. And um I the difference where I feel like it would end up, uh, it's Jimmy wasn't um, the main guy throughout the entire playoffs. That's mm. the only thing. Yes. Because, like, Dragic had great games. Yep. Bam, like, bro, they beat the Celtics. Bam just went off. You know yeah. what I mean? So it wasn't like, as much as... Um, Tyler Harrow. Exactly. Going yeah. off for the 30-piece. As yep. much as there were games where, like, 
other players went off on the maps, mm-hmm. Dirk still had the best outline every night. Yep. That's that's also the difference. But yeah. like, yeah, like you said, like I think um Jimmy, if they win this, even if they if they make it competitive, Jimmy's like stock already goes way, way up. Yeah. Like shit, I still he better than Paul Pierce, dog. I mean, but, uh, he have, it, he I mean have, he's better than a lot of guys that, that only it, have one ring. Yeah, yeah and it, it, especially if they get that ring, like that's right. huge. And I think, and this is kind of like when we talk about when we talk and just going back to what we were talking about, most valuable players. I think that a lot of what Jimmy does necessarily that and that's not even involved with scoring is just is just huge for them as well. Mm-hmm. Is him being a leader on the floor too? You see it. You hear the way that these guys talk about Jimmy Butler, and it's like. Yeah. You know, and even Jimmy himself, he's like, yo, like, my best game wasn't game three against the fucking um, thing. It was, it was when I was 17, busting 45-year-old's ass. Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy is just like, he's he's just like that selfless of a dude. And he's, mo- he's more so the dude that's, he just, want, he just wants to win. He don't care about how it gets done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you got dudes like Tyler Hero that's feeling so confident. You know what I'm saying? You got dudes like Duncan Robinson that's fucking f- shit for hitting over 40% from three, you know? I feel like if if Kawhi had a personality, it'd probably be Jimmy Butler's. Like I'm just here to hoop, yeah, and that's it. <laughs> like, right? I don't care about anything I, else. Jimmy Butler that, is Kawhi Leonard's anger translator, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's, that's the, good. And, and that and that and that's the best way that I could like compare yeah. compare them. I just um I get what you're saying. It's like Jimmy is like the ultimate intangibles guy. Like, and it's not he's not Draymond. Like Draymond's not yeah. the star of the team. He's the star of the team. Like, don't get me wrong, Bam's coming up, but he's still the star of the team. Not only is he going to have a pretty solid box score, he's going to do everything else. He's still, most of the time, guarding one of the best players on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, and as you saw in the past couple games, he's like, all right, like, Dragic's out. I have to be the point guard too. Like, I have to facilitate. Because even before the series, it was usually either Dragic or Tyler Harrow bringing it up. And that's what I, now, you know, I didn't even like, realize that, that they mm-hmm. didn't have a really good, solid backup point guard. Yeah. Because Kendrick Nunn is still a scoring guard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now with that happening, it was like, all right, Jimmy's like, I'm like, instead of keeping Tyler Harrell at the one, it's basically like Tyler Harrell sliding to the two and Jimmy's playing the one. So like, it shows his versatility, really shows that he's out here like, hey, I'll do whatever it fucking takes. And, um, you know, game to a lot of the comments where he's, he even said himself, he's like, I need to be more aggressive. I need to score more with these guys out. And it was like up and down a bit, but he had like 12, like, I would say, yeah, what, 12 assists that game? On um, uh, game two? Game 13. Yeah, he had a lot of assists. Yeah, yeah. And it was like he had a lot. He wasn't scoring that much in the first half, but he had like eight assists in the first half. Well, I'm pretty sure he's close to a trip, averaging a triple-double in this series. And this is something that we you don't really put triple-double and Jimmy Buck exactly. in the same conversation. And it even surprised me looking at his stat line in game three, even though I you knew he was playing really well. Mm-hmm. But to see, oh, well, he's got nine assists. He's mm-hmm. got eight rebounds. And like, he didn't come off the floor. He didn't come up. Yeah, he does, he, he, and that's, he, and that's he, also the thing. He, he doesn't come up. The and he doesn't sound tired in the post game interviews either. Forty five minutes. Yo. He could go another forty eight. Honestly, he's just like, hey, let's just do it again. That's tough. Start but, game four right now. But the, <laughs> the problem that I have with it, and this is just the realism of it coming into me now, is just like, is it sustainable? But then it's like, you don't need to be. He's got to be sustainable for these games, and that's it. And that, and that's the, that's the, that's the optimism. That's but the realism is, is just like we don't, we don't see it like that, mm-hmm. yo. Like we see it in. Dudes like LeBron. We see it in dudes like Kobe. Yeah, you know, but Jimmy doesn't really have an injury history like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not saying, well, whoa, oh, I didn't I didn't say that. I just said, yeah, right. Please knock on wood. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying that is the is is the level of of that kind of play sustainable. We see it in LeBron, but mm-hmm. LeBron is LeBron. Like JT said, there we're not there's not a lot of LeBrons out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it in Kobe. 
you know? I and think. I guess now this is this is the real testament to see how great Jimmy Butler really is. It's People like, can you sustain this? respect on his name next season. And if, and if Jimmy Butler is able to sustain this, then it, it, the whole narrative around his name mm-hmm. changes. That's, that's I was literally just about to say. It's like he's completely rewriting this narrative that was given him from the fucking Timberwolves. Has there been a narrative that's like actually held true? Like in sports, because I'm trying to think. I'm thinking, right? They so, were trying to keep that mellow narrative going until the this mellow, year. So the mellow narrative, he is, almost didn't get a chance, yeah, though. The mellow narrative is done. He's just debunked that. Jimmy's narrative is basically debunked. Uh, in football, Odell's, the only one, Allen Iverson's. What was Alan, What was the one with Allen Iverson? Because selfish. yeah, because it was um when he was on like the Pistons and shit, where it was like, yo, you should come off the bench. Allen Iverson didn't like. Kind of accepts yeah. his role and come out of the bench, and even if he did, until like the very end of his career, and he was like, "Nah, like you could start if you could beat me in a one on one, like that type of shit." <laughs> yeah, like, you know and even I mean, if, well, I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> and even like uh, when Larry Brown was a coach of the of the Sixers, like in the early two thousands, late nineties, and then like you know him and Allen Iverson was having their problems, and then Larry Brown was like, "All right, fuck this, I'm out, I'm going to the Pistons," and then he won a ring with the Pistons. Damn, crazy how that happens. They're so like four and one. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of debunked uh, yeah. well things. well I mean AI I mean listen my favorite player ever but yeah he you know we still got one next year though yeah that's the one I, I'm I'm mostly hoping for that What's gets that? debunked the uh, Kyrie and uh, oh yeah, one. yeah my um speaking outside of, outside of that I just yeah. wanted to keep the one thing we were saying we were about like the um finals MVP is I think people are putting so much more emphasis in it because of the legacy aspect of it you know what I mean like if Anthony Davis gets final MVP, then you can actually remember we, that conversation we had about his legacy earlier. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, he's making a case to building his career up to that point. Yes. Because the finals MVP, like, think about it. Kawhi has two finals MVPs, but he doesn't have a regular season MVP. Mm-hmm. So it's like something like, and we've, like, up until this year, you know, it was all like, oh, Kawhi really might be, like, one of the GOATs. Like, if he wins this year, you know, he, he'd be up there. Yeah. But um, it's, it's a big legacy thing. And then also for LeBron fans, and just for basketball in general, if LeBron gets another one, you know, it's at this point, what? He has two? Two already? Two finals, yeah, three finals. Three. three. Yeah, yeah both in Miami. Yeah. So that would be, that would be three. No, you had four. Oh, that would be four when he could have arguably had five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a, it, it's a big legacy thing, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, hoping for a good series. And I'm just glad that Jimmy has been able to re the legacy. And I'm like, I've finally seen everything. It's like, man, you can't hate Jimmy. And I'm like, is, is, bro, if you hate Jimmy Butler, your name is Carl Anthony Towns. That's pretty much it. You're Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. And the crazy crazy (laughs) thing about it now is that they're probably all looking at Jimmy Butler like in the finals and just like, wow, like maybe if we had. Embiid's the only one who's like, hey, man. Right, exactly. Yeah, Embiid is literally the only one. But like, even so, I'm thinking about like just all the, like all the dudes that he played with, like Minnesota probably looking at it like, damn, like maybe if we had bought into what he was saying. Mm hmm. Sixers, same thing. Maybe, maybe yeah. if Kevin yeah. Garnett couldn't inspire Andrew Wiggins, dog. Andrew Wiggins is a lost cause. Yeah. But Jimmy saw it. Jimmy saw the right on the wall in uh, in Philly, though. That's probably why he didn't want to come back. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they also you know gave all that money to Tobias, but he he saw there were similarities with that team mm-hmm. as in Minnesota. He's like, hey, these guys. Hey. Aside from aside from probably Embiid, yeah, he's got a uh, little sauce, some some softness over here. Mm-hmm. There's no softness down in Miami. Yeah. I think if JJ stayed, he might have realistically considered maybe if they kept JJ. Yeah. But they let JJ walk. JJ's a good culture guy. Mm-hmm. JJ's a really good culture. Can't wait guy. for JJ to be on my team next year. It's okay. Um, um but, yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. Like what? How in the past week, the thing that we said the Sixers should not do happened. 
Oh, well, they well no, there was two things that they said they shouldn't do. The first one being sign um, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, the worst thing would be D'Antoni. The second worst would be Doc. Well, So they did the second worst, and it kind of just goes in where it's like, you know, as much as Elton Brand was given credit, which you always like to talk about early on, he's shown that it's like, at this point, it just seems like he's chasing names. It doesn't really know what he's doing. Because well, what I, the fuck is Doc Rivers doing on that team? I had that seen hiring something is, that said Doc wasn't even his choice. I had seen something where it said management wanted D'Antoni, and then Brand wanted Ty Lu, and then they couldn't, and they met in the middle and got to uh, Doc. I mean, yeah, when he got hired, most of the things I was seeing was um, it was D'Antoni until Doc became available. Yes, and it could have been so much worse. Honestly, I, I that that's that's I gotta call it how it is. Like, <sighs> I mean, the Sixers as it stands now with the team that they have, they're not winning shit anyway. Did you so, hear um about what they're saying? The, the rumors that they're saying Doc wants to do, though? He what? wants to trade Ben? Ben, oh, well. Well, I don't know, because in the last interview he had, I think yesterday, he said these guys have won 65% of the games that they've played in, so it's it seems like it could work between them. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe uh, I, Maybe it's just all, oh, you know, smoke and mirrors, but... I don't. I. I don't know. I think he's return. Return on Ben Simmons. I feel like immediately isn't going for? to be that good. Uh, Unless you. Un- who um the, they were saying that he wants to trade Ben for. No, I didn't see who they no, wanted. I, to trade I didn't, I didn't even who. see the Ben the Ben trade rumors. But I don't know. To me, the Doc. I have no pro. I really don't care about the Sixers hiring Doc Rivers because it is what it is. Doc's back in the East, back in the uh, Atlantic. Oh, they division. were saying trading to the Timberwolves for the number one pick. Oh yes! Oh, I did see that sending Ben to uh to the Timberwolves. More process but, shit. See, it's just like it, at, at what point? No, it, they're like trading for the number one pick, and obviously it would be more than the number one pick. So you get role players, and then they would draft Lamelo. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't think Joe Embiid is a big fan of that either. Probably but not. Here's the thing, right? Doc Rivers was was fired literally six days prior, right? Yeah, some bullshit, man. I just don't understand how you can get a job that. Quick. If you didn't listen to episode 59, definitely go check that out because we spoke about how terrible decisions is and the issues with the NBA coaching culture I'm, landscape. I'm telling you, it's a generational thing because I told my dad, I'm like, yo, you could have all these positive opinions about Doc Rivers. And don't get me wrong, he has done great things in the regular season. Yep. But when you need him to come through in the playoffs, and it's crazy because I broke it down with my dad and then my uncle was on the line, was on the call too, right? And it was, and I don't think my dad expected my uncle to actually kind of like agree with you. agree with me at mm-hmm. some points. But it's just like, yo, good points there. he can't keep getting away with it. Seven years as the coach of the of the Clippers, right? Never making it out the second round. Never, never. Come on now, not even conference finals with Lob City and this team. Come on now, Jeez. and blowing a three one lead to Josh Smith and Corey Brewer at home with a twenty point lead. Trees. In game five, come on now. He's, it's not good. Come on now. It's not good. It's and like I always say, bro. Coach. You got you got to call you got to call a spade a spade though. I've been saying it, it for it, years. It, He's it, not a good coach. He's it a could have average coach. It could have <laughs> been worse. He's Dak Prescott to this shit. Nah, don't oh. don't disrespect Dak. Dak been doing his thing. Yeah, he's been doing this thing. But has he has he been winning? Doc. That's not his fault. How's, what's what's his defense supposed to do? He only Listen, he can only do. Dak. He is Dak Prescott to the shit. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Nah, I gotta find somebody more mid right now. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I mean, I, that's an insult to Doc, honestly. I mean, at least Doc has like a storied. At least Doc still has the. Okay. Even though we all laugh at this. it, he still I'll has the ring to bank. Exactly. To bank I'll give you this. Yeah. This is Dak Prescott's Doc Rivers championship year so far. So, <laughs> average. 
Every dog has their yeah, day. And his and his and his, and his big three is uh, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and uh, <laughs> and Amari and Amari Cooper. Wow. <laughs> oh, not, not Gallup. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so there C- C- C.D. Zeke and Amari, C.D. Zeke and Amari. Well, man, yeah. it's just the problem that the league has, and not the not just the NBA, but the MLB, the NFL, is that you keep recycling coaches, mm-hmm. not giving opportunities to up young and upcoming coaches, yeah, or assistant coaches that have been in the game for a while and mm-hmm. are just looking to break in, like. Sam Cassell. Yes, Tyler was probably going to get a job too, but there are a How, whole... I don't think Sam Cassell has been an assistant as long as some other assistants. No, he's been an assistant for a while. Just, Sam like, Cassell, just, yeah. just around the league. He's been, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I can't think of off the top of my head other assistants around the league, but there are a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of especially black assistants Daryl Armstrong. that, that deserve got... a chance. You know? Like, why did Billy, like, like, why did, like, not to say it's a bad hire. I don't know how it's going to work out, but why does Billy Donovan. I think that's a bad hire. I've been saying Billy Donovan is very fucking <laughs> yeah, You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, why does Billy Donovan and I deserve don't miss. a second shot as opposed to giving somebody a, a, a fresh shot? Yeah, I don't know? know. It's a tough, it's tough to say. It's but, tough to say. You can say the same thing with Steve Nash. So it kind of was just like, you know, well, that was the first not, time not it's kind of like, no, that's the, that's the first, <laughs> wow, that's the first time it is kind of like somewhat of new blood coming in, though. Yeah, it's somewhat but, of new blood. You know, but at the end of the like, day, whenever there's yeah. great point guards, everyone always looks at them as being a head coach, though. I mean, Steve Dame Kerr. even said on Twitter, yeah. he was like, yeah, he was like, he no, responded to somebody, he was like, oh, so Nash only got the job because white. And he was like, no, Nash is a two time MVP, <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest point guards of our time. Of course, yeah, he's that's gonna what, get that's why I forgot who said it, but that's why he gets to skip the line. If Nash yeah, was, Nash. like, a fucking power forward, then you can be like, all right. You know what I mean? Oh, Nash... What you mean a power forward? There's some smart power forward. If Nash is okay, how many? Gowskis, he's <laughs> not skipping a line. I can't, you can't how say many, that. You can't ever how many be... point forwards? Oh, a point forward. Because that's what like. he would have to be. Because that's the only reason. If he wasn't a point guard where it's like, all right, this is someone who makes an offense hum, right? Mm. Who everyone would talk about his passing, <laughs> right? <up> <laughs> like, no one's, no one's going, oh, man. Like, it, you can have a great high IQ players, but how many power forwards... We're fucking head coaches. I mean, you can't. Uh, yeah, Phil Jackson. That's, that's Miles, a, that's you hiring Ben Wallace as your head coach? <laughs> Phil, Phil Jackson. Listen, they that's might be strapped it. defensively. I'm just saying. We getting Ron our test out here too. Listen, <laughs> I play well, for like, Ron. I play for my boy Meta. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking. Nah, I'm just saying. Nah, I'm, all, all I'm saying is, I guess, typically, like, typically speaking, I guess you're right because you look at ex point guards in the league. I think um, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. I was gonna say Doc Rivers. I Nate think Rick, Rick, Carl, Rick Carlisle. I think. Yeah, he was Jason a Kidd. Jason Kidd. Magic uh, Johnson. Ty Lue. Yeah, Most you know, of the coaches yeah. are that that are former players, were especially point because it's like at that time the point guards were the ones who did it. Like you didn't have other players. You creating. are the coach on the it, floor. Yeah, I you didn't really have other so, players. Creating. I find it so funny how that happens, like in basketball, and it's so opposite in football because football it doesn't really work out like that. That mm-hmm. quarterbacks make former, like the, yeah. yeah that for or even former it, like not necessarily former players, but like how the great quarterbacks or like even like quarterbacks stars in general, generally don't. it's usually the backup quarterback. It's usually right? the backup like quarterbacks like, like the Doug Peterson, <laughs> the Kellen Moores, like yep. those kind of you know. It's, it's but I mean shit. I mean you on the sideline watching the game, we're holding the clipboard. I mean shit. You. <laughs> Basically, like a, you're like, like you got to analyze for the quarterbacks when he comes back in. You could be like, "Yo, you're yes. doing this, this, and this." Wrong. Exactly. You're basically an understudy to the quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Hey, man. And the understudy, understudy to the offensive coordinator. Well, I guess that's uh, is that it with basketball? I think so. All right, except for this one point I have. <laughs> um, okay. Dear people of the uh, stupid Americas of the United States, um, and you know who I'm talking about too. Do we? The uh, NBA is not losing ratings. 
because they are going woke. This stupid ass get woke, go broke whole thing that you're trying to do and push onto the social medias is absolutely asinine and it's insane. You know why? Because you guys aren't using your common sense. Let's think about it like this, right? The NBA Finals currently, I think game two had its lowest ratings. We're like 45% lower than last year's finals. All right. And if you want to say, oh, it's because they're going, they're getting woke and they're supporting black lives. I'm like, all right, let's do this, stupid. When are the NBA finals generally played? In October or June? Okay. Next question. What is usually going on in the sports world in June versus October? Oh, nothing's going on in June except for what, a random MLB game? Hmm. You don't think that has anything to do with the low ratings? Cool. Copy, copy, copy. You don't think that people worrying about COVID and things like that also might attribute? Copy, copy, copy. You don't think the fact that there are literally five other sports playing on the same exact day could attribute to that? Nah, nah, nah. We're not being smart, right? If I have a bread company in a town, all the people are going to be buying bread from me. But if John and Miles and Matt open up other bread companies, well, guess what? Not all the profits are going to come to me because some are going to go to John. Some are going to go to Miles. Some are going to go to Matt, right? So my viewership of my my store in general, my profits are down, right? And if you want to talk about, oh, they have to worry about the CBA, the CBA was already going to be a problem to begin with. The owners lost out on about 11 regular season games, right? The revenue from there. Then they lost out on all the playoff revenue, right? It's crazy. Oh, boo-hoo. Exactly. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. Oh, no. God forbid these owners that are worth billions of dollars are going to lose out on, what, a couple million? Yeah, yeah, right? It's absolutely ridiculous. And then the people that say, oh, yeah, I'm not watching the finals because there's no crowds. Excuse me? Really? So you watch sports because there's people in the stands? That's weird. That is blasphemous. Exactly. You guys are the worst people ever, and you're just hiding behind the fact that you just, you don't want to call you, you don't want to admit that you're racist. And it's okay, I understand why you wouldn't want to call yourself racist, but let's just not be stupid here. I'm talking to you, Clay Travis. All right? Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars! No, you should have let it run. I like when he says nigga. Um, nigga! Nigga! But, Funk flex. to recap, to just siphon it all off, right? sports viewership is low across the board right just because the nba decided to actually give a shit about black lives and the and even still i don't even agree with everything that they've done in support of it but just because they support it doesn't mean that that's bad and if you're gonna bring up china stop being a hypocritical asshole because you didn't give a shit about china until uh daryl morey tweeted free hong kong and even after that you still stuck around to watch the nba you still suck around to watch. You didn't say, oh, I'm not watching the NBA anymore because they support China and the communist state that's going on over there and all the, you know, inhumane things. No, you suck around until the NBA said, hey, maybe black lives do matter. Now it's like, oh, they're getting too political I for me. I bet you watch Mulan, though. Bet you watch Mulan. Versus all right, them. then. And that's all I got. Nice. Now on to the Bisbals. See Spelled B-E-I-S-B-O-L. Baseball. Baseball. Uh, playoffs, well, they're already in swing. Mm-hmm. A divisional series starting up. Very nice, very nice. Um, Yankees offense has been back, which is what we needed. Yeah. I just it. find it so crazy, yo. Like, this time last week, I was real nervous going into the Indian series just because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, you know, we playing against the Triple Crown guy. We got GC on the mound. Take GC get, uh, over anybody. And I was just like, ah, man. End of the season, 
doesn't really have me feeling very confident. And then reality sets in. These Triple Crown guy? Who is that? Yes. Who? Um, who? Right. Um, who? Cy Young guy? Who? Who? Yes. Huh? Not, not one Justin Bieber, but one uh, Shane Bieber. Who? Yeah. The who? Biebs. Who? The guy that was giving up all those bombs? Who? To the Yankees? Hmm. Who? In Progressive Field? Who? Damn. In Cleveland? Who? Not Yankee Stadium. The state of Ohio? Police! Yeah. It, it just, yeah. Um. So basically... Long story short, the Yankees kind of just reminded us who they are. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it, it's, it's just weird seeing us with everybody. And I just love to see the fact that Gio hit a grand slam against his old team. He was cooking. And he said it too. He was like, that was probably the best game I ever played. Yep. And Defensively and offensively. Because right before, right, right, at, like later on in the game, he had one of, one of, yeah, it was, a, it was an eighth inning where he had a crazy ass double play, which, and, for y'all that don't really, like, have never played baseball, like, your reaction time got to be on a bean playing third base. That's the hot fucking corner. They call it that for a reason. I know he makes it look easy, but what he's doing is incredibly difficult. So Double, double play from the ground? Yep. And so, yeah, man, Gio, I'm glad, I'm glad he's doing everything that he got to do. And obviously, we just won game one. By the time y'all be hearing this, it'll probably be game three-ish or so. But, um... Yeah, man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm optimistic because even though last week we were we were wavering on whether or not Brett Gardner was going to start those two games at left field, he ended up putting in work. So yeah, so yeah, so even though Brett Gardner started game game one and two of the Cleveland series for whatever for whatever reason, probably defensive purposes, he killed. And mm-hmm. then Clint starting in game one of the of the race series, he killed. Mm-hmm. I think they pulled him a little early. Yeah, I think so too. I six think, six yeah. in him, but I. In, in a tight game like that, listen, I don't... In I don't, a tight game like that, the man hit the homer and said, well, you yeah, know, I'm, you, I'm letting him rock at least another inning. You're right. You love to see you love to see it clicking on all cylinders, man, because mm-hmm. Giancarlo hit the grand slam. Bro, that was so great. Like, I was thinking... We were actually playing Among Us last night. Mm-hmm. And um, that shit is so grimy, hitting a grand slam in the ninth inning, bro. Like, I'm, I was sitting here and I'm like, bro, if I'm the fucking, um, if I'm the Rays, I wouldn't even want to go out for the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. I would be so tight. I'll be like, we, so it's, now we got, it, we, it, we still got to go out. It's, we still got to play. It's, like, it's the debilitating. And it's like when, you're, when your team is driving on the, last, on the last drive and then they throw an interception, which we'll get mm-hmm. to, you know. But anyhow, um, it's debilitating. And so I'm happy that Stanton was able to do that. Um, tonight's going to be, tonight as in game two is going to be an interesting game. Him and Judge are really, they seem like they're finally getting it going. Yep. Exactly. You love to see both of them hit home runs on the same day. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, in Aaron Judge's first 30 playoff games, he's hit 10 home runs. And Stanton has hit three home runs in the past three games. So, they, they I mean, Judge has been consistent in the playoffs. That's never been a doubt in my mind. But Stanton picking it up now, too, is a great sign. All those complaints on the New York Sports Radio about Judge and Stanton. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hey, man, you were, you were out on Judge a couple weeks ago, too. When? What I when say? he got hurt again? No, no, no. I probably. Was I mean, me. it's just frustration of him getting hurt. Yeah, but there's no good. Yeah. There was no denial about his, his ability. Yeah. People yeah. actually were de- like, were actually talking about how Giancarlo wasn't that great of a player. People have been saying that since he got here, and I've been like, listen, man, I don't miss. I'm just, just saying. I just don't understand. Like that guy's an MVP. Yep. Like, his only the only problem he's ever had with the Yankees is that he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But right. when he's in the lineup, you see he's a problem. Yep. It just reminded me of um, a picture is floating around of uh, the old Giants athletic trainer. 
<laughs> oh, the old dude? Yeah, it was like he was the athletic trainer since like the 60s. Or like, I think it was like 58, actually. Yeah, that's... Like, and he, his, he retired in like 2017, I yeah, think. Yeah, thank God. Are you sure? Are you sure Joe Judge isn't having him running sprints in practice? <laughs> he might. He might. But um, yeah, man, Yankees doing Yankees doing the thing. Hopefully, we get the series out against the Rays because it the way that the series is set up, like if the series goes five, it would end on Friday. They're going five straight days, and then the ALCS would start on Monday, like next Monday. So yeah, so it wouldn't have that much rest. Well, and they would if it goes five, you assume Cole was pitching that game five, yes, because Davies pitching game two. Tanaka's pitching game three, and I'm assuming they go half game four, if there is a game four. If, yeah. there, I, if, there, I is, so if there is a game four, I, at this Hopefully point, it's I not think, the case. I yeah. think the idea is they want Tanaka in that elimination game for game three if they win game two. Which is, which is, I, and that's why I was surprised. I honestly thought Boo would be like a little bit more aggressive mm-hmm. and like, I thought he was going to go to Knox game two. Yeah, I thought he would go to Knox game two. But I, listen, throwing the kid out there, the, he hasn't pitched against the Rays this season yet. I mean. I, I, think, um, I think it's because whenever you put Cole on the mound, you expect to win. You really do. And yeah. I feel like he goes, all right, Cole's on the mound. I say we take game one. And he's like, I'd rather have Devi play game two because if we lose that, it's not the end of the world. And then that way, regardless, win or lose, you have Tanaka in either um, in a, a game to send the Rays home or you have him in one that you want to win. Like, a, that's almost a must win. So I feel like that's why he did it because it's like, if you win game one, two isn't that crucial for the team that's up. Yeah. So... It's a, it's a it's it's a little less pressure. You know what I'd say was a little bit detrimental to Gary. I was gonna say Gary Harris, Gary Sanchez. Yesterday is how well Higashioka played. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he had a home run He's, too. He, he had, had a home a, run. He hit the game tying home He's run. Cooking, and then, man. even more than that, just his ability to keep balls blocked at the plate. Bro, I mean, there was at least three at least three balls. I think Cole threw two, and I think Britton threw one. Yeah. Where I'm like, yo, if Gary's behind the plate, those balls are getting by. Mm-hmm. And that was, and I, I think two of them were huge because it was runners on base at the time too. Mm-hmm. So, Davies pitching game two, are they going to catch Gary or is it going to be Kratz? Well, and if that's the case, does Gary Sanchez just only play two games a series? Well, okay, so hey, here's man. here's the thing: Eric Kratz is not on this this roster. They have moved um, Nick Nelson up and somebody else. I think Michael King up. So Eric Kratz is left off the roster. Wow. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um. Higgy is, but Higgy oh has been Higgy has been playing incredibly, incredibly freaking well. Uh you can't you can't deny that. But at the end of the day, I think Gary stays in the lineup when Garrett Cole isn't pitching, just because um, it in the playoffs it's home it, runs. It, it's yeah. it's you know you know it's Gary. He you have to you you can't pit you can't pitch around him. You you is is a dude. It's like you you'll let Higashioka kill you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's that's other team's mentality. But if Gary if Gary hits a homer, that's somebody that you don't want. You don't want to let Gary get hot. We've seen when Gary gets hot, all he do is hit. Mm-hmm. When he's cold, he's ice cold. Um, but yeah, I, I think even even last last week when they were debating whether or not Higashioka should start game two against the Indians, um, Gary Sanchez basically like game two the in the second game he hit a home run. Him and him and Stanton both hit big home runs in that yep. game, and it's ironic because we're talking about the New York media. They were so critical of them the whole season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gary was a bit what, more well deserved in criticism. Oh yeah, oh, you can't go sixty games batting what a buck fifty. Yes, you can <laughs> absolutely, and Gary's that's been, and I get oh, it. Man. He to me, I feel like it's one of those situations where if he has a great playoffs, they're like they're going to resign him. If he doesn't, I think you know we we let him walk or we trade him. Like I, that's what I think happens. Well, I, I, I think it'll be like what happened with Didi. 
Well, that's what I was thinking too. Like going forward, how much money can you really put into a guy that one you know can't even catch your best pitcher, bro? Whoever was the dumbass who told him to do that fucking one leg shit? That's who I blame I, yeah. because he was making progress. There's only one. I think there's only one catcher in his. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, but I'm blanking on the name that does that exact that did that yeah. pitching stance or catching stance. But it worked for him. It's not working for the Gare Bear. It's, it's yeah. so stupid, man. But, because yeah. like I just don't understand why you literally see someone progress and get better because he had less pass balls last year and he yep. was continuing making improvement. And you go, all right, we're gonna make you slower. And it's <laughs> a, it's unfortunate because you got the Baker effect because Baker Baker Mayfield. And I'm not trying to like switch into football yeah. yet, but Baker Mayfield. He's had three head three four head coaches in three years. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez has had three different catching coaches in three years, and I don't want to make excuses for the guy, but he he's trying to find his groove, and I I don't know. I guess that's probably what they feel like is is working for him. It's obviously not, but <laughs> sure, they got him fucked up on catching and on hitting. So and, and, just... on, and on hitting, so something some, something got to give. But at at this point right now, Gary still got to be in the lineup. I, I I mean, I I you could get away with it one out of one out of five days, but I could see him getting um subbed out. Yeah, and and as as a, as, a, as yeah. a defensive replacement, hopefully it don't it don't gotta get to that mm-hmm. point because you know if if Higashioka were to get hurt, hurt then nobody is nobody's behind him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, uh, it, it's interesting. But aside from Gary, everybody, every everything kind of seems to seems to fall in line. And going with, back to what you were saying before about who do you pay? I mean, it, it's gonna be tough, like salary cap going forward. I mean, obviously, you know, the Yankees, they they have all the money in the world, but you don't want to spend all the money in the world. Because you figure you have the three guys you need to pay would be Glaber, Sanchez, and Judge. And LeMahieu. And LeMahieu. LeMahieu probably is um, the one you pay. F- I'm paying DJ before I pay anybody else. Oh, yeah. He's well, the most important he's not part gonna, of the team. He's not going to cost the most. But he's this free agent class. Yeah. So, but, you know. He is, he is I don't a free think the other guys are this free agent class. Nah, no, nah, it'd, nah, be no. An ex- it'd be extensions. They, yeah. They, yeah you my thing is, yeah. it's sorry, but um, my thing is, if Higgy has another high year next year, you know that's a. Uh, but I think it's be. the I think it's the fear that you don't want to. My man look like Aaron Yeager out there, right? You yeah, don't want to yeah, let yeah, Gary walk, and time. then Gary ends up becoming what you thought he would be mm-hmm. with another team, especially if he's like in the AL or something. Yeah, but like if that. Gary stinks it up and Higgy has a good year, like if Gary has a bad like year like this again next year, you and for, that's with more you games, forcing, you forcing the the manager's yeah. hand at that point, and yeah. then it just might be like, hey man, look, you know, he he might just need to change the scenery, and, that, and that's not yeah. the Yankees' fault. We're to Sunny Gray. Yep. The Reds, yeah. yeah. Honestly, not everyone can play in New York, and yeah. I think Sanchez can play in New York. I don't think it has anything to do with him playing in New York. I just, it's just his, some of his mental man, and it's I, sad because you want to see him. Like we've, yep. he was part of that baby bombers when it was like, all right, yo, we're changing the culture here. You know, we're building shit back up. Part of the reason why I started watching baseball again, mm. and um, it just sucks when it's like, damn man, you're really a liability right now on both ends. Yep, and I mean, honestly, I want to as much as I want to attribute it to the through to like the shortened season. Um, Gary goes through these, these streets. Mm-hmm. He goes through these streets where he's cold for an extended period of time. But the crazy thing is, is that he goes through these streaks where he's hot for an extended period of time. So I don't know. It's 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 tough to honestly say, but I mean, I can only hope that you know he um he gets it together. Um, but Yankees in five. You got this going five. Yeah, damn, I do. Unfortunately, I, I I can't write off the Rays, man. And you know, Justin always loves saying he's like, "Yeah, man, remember when I told you about the Rays, man? I told you when I told you about the Rays? <laughs> yeah, man, I fucking hate them, but you know what? We got to get it done. I'm not confident if it, if it goes five. I'm not confident at all. Yeah, I just yeah. even even if Cole was pitching, I we saw he pitched pretty well in game one, but he still gave up three runs. I know. And if it wasn't for the you know the home run ball, it's not like the Yankees were getting runners on base with the first like. 
five or six innings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They needed those solo home runs. Hey, Clint hit homer. Yeah. yeah, but it was all. But you saw it. It was all crushed. It. it was all solo. It was runs. Clint. It was Clint Higgy and well, Judge. Judge and Judge, and then we also had the the sack fly in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, if 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 Garrett Cole, like who is obviously one of the most dominant pitchers in the game, give you six innings, three earned runs. Okay, cool. Then you got to trust your bullpen to like you know hold it down for the rest of the game. If the Yankees, if the Yankees can't get you at least three or four runs in a game when Garrett Cole's on the mound, do we do we do we honestly deserve to win? No, Mm -hmm. we don't. And and that's that's the whole thing. But we saw that this year though during regular season. Yeah, the Cole would go out and pitch. Maybe gave up three or four runs, and the Yankees bats were just silent. Yeah, hey man, like um, like judges have been saying to Glaber, it's a new season. Yeah, yep. it Playoffs, it's a new season. Whatever happened in the regular season doesn't matter anymore. Yep. Well, and then I don't know. I don't see it going five. I honestly, I, I think if four. I think if I don't we, want if it to we go win five. today, it's three. Yeah, I think if we win today, we sweep. I don't want it to go five. Trust me, I don't. Yeah, I think if there's a series that out, if Debbie comes out and deals, the offense has been clicking. So I say if Debbie comes out and deals, I say we win in three. I think uh, Yanks win game two, Rays take game three against Yankees Tanaka game. against playoff Tanaka. Hey, yeah, playoff Tanaka, but playoff Tanaka is only going to go four and a third, maybe five. Well, it depends on pitch count. Depends. He's, I, a, ground I, ball. he's, I, a, he's I, a ground ball pitcher. I, I mean, he's yes, but pitcher. we've seen. But we even last, even last uh, game, even though like, that was he, a rain delay. But I'm saying he still had mad pitches into the fourth because of the but rain Tanaka delay. But usually has mad pitches into like I I say I say like Tanaka will give you at least five in the playoffs. I hope he gives me five. He could. Yeah. He could. Realistically, he should give you five. But I'm playoffs prepared. I'm prepared for him to pitch four and two thirds with like a ninety two. And that's count. that. That's valid too, though. That's valid too. I just can't believe that it's like our bullpen is our biggest question mark right now. Well, I mean, I mean game one. I mean, Chad Green, Zach Britton, and Loisa mm-hmm. shut the door. Yeah, you know, good. And and bro, when they when they loaded the bases, when they walked Choi to load the bases. But I mean, it made sense. It made Joy, sense. You know what's but, crazy, oof, son? I'm heart. I'm, I'm driving through the Bronx, and I'm like, all right, like, damn, maybe I should throw some bets tonight. So I was just looking at some props. So I was like, all right, well. Damn, who Garrett Cole's on the mound? Like, what should I say? I said, damn, yo, G Man Choi is really a Garrett Cole killer. Like, should I put a, some money to hit a home for him to hit a home run? But then I was just like, nah, it's not gonna happen. GC gonna shut him down, bro. <laughs> he is a his numbers this season against Garrett Cole are ridiculous. It's not even just it's just in general. In general, in general, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But this season in particular, it's it, it's unheard of. Hey, Amen. I mean, but that's the thing. If one person beats you, it's okay. Is you gotta make sure the rest of them don't hit. And honestly, they they walked him, and then he struck out somebody on a hundred mile an hour. Yeah, he went ninety nine, then went hundred in the same exact spot. Don't you, don't I was you, like, yo, don't, don't you love the fact that we have an ace now? Oh, like, like it, it, it's just so relaxing. Stop messing son. with my boy. Yes. Oh, man, right? I love it. Yes. I just wish we had Tommy Canley too. Yes, we had TK. <sighs> then we would. It would be so far. But like, but listen, John, you were saying you were calling it for a whole year, bro. Adovino might not be it. And Boone don't that. trust him. Boone not putting him in the game. I don't miss Doug. I've been trusting. I felt. I tell you, I feel like every time I watch, I went to watch out of you no pitch, he shit the bed. Hey, so right. I hope Nick Nelson started out the season strong. Mm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but um, I don't. I do not want to see. And it feels like if you give Adovino a big lead, he's just feels more determined to blow it. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to see Adovino he's at like, all. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think I could do this? Watch me. Oh yeah. boy. But it's not enough runs. <laughs> Around the around the league, though, are we surprised? Would is it come? Would it come as a shock if the Astros won or no? Is oh, it kind man, of expected? I think so. 
I, you know what it is? It, the, the thing with the Astros... They're playing is the A's, right? They're playing yeah. the Athletics, yeah. Um, the Astros just don't have starting pitching like that, which is kind of crazy to think because that's why we couldn't beat them last season. Well, great. Lance McCullers did not look good in game one. Yeah. yeah he was giving up home runs left and right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, they they have Zach Greinke, who is, who, who is playoff Tanaka four innings at best. You know what I'm saying? And, but after that, but their bullpen is what is their strong suit now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you still got the dudes that's been killing. Correa's been killing. I don't like how he's talking shit, by the way. So fuck you, Carlos Correa. None of them should be talking shit. Alex Bregman. And then you still, you still got the bats. The bats are still there. They just finished under 500 for whatever reason. They had a weak-ass season this yeah, year. They, they, needed and, the, they needed the trash cans. Yeah, exactly. The worst, the worst fear is that these niggas get to the... The World Series, because then they can. Oh man, don't let that. Don't let. Don't let that be like. Happen. See, we could do it without cheating. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, Leo nah. still cheated though. No, nah, I need the, the Patriots. I need the A's to. Yeah, to but I don't. Need, but do you trust it? And we, I mean, do you trust the A's? And that's uh, the only problem. I can't trust the A's because the A's had a two run. Granted, it was early. I, I just want to like believe. Okay, I just don't want to. I think the they want to believe prosper. too. I don't want to see Astros prosper. Hey. Yeah, the A's, I don't know. Fuck I can't, re- can't rely on them. And I'm at, yo, low key, son. Yo, the Marlins, man. Yo, shout out to the Marlins for making it to the NLDS, Facts, man. Bro. Real life. Yo, yo low key could they, be a Nationals thing yeah, like last year. Could be. Could be. Unless yes, they got, play us in the World Series. Yes. We, we win. But you want to know what's funny? No, then they win. You know, you know what? You want to know a weird ass, <laughs> a weird ass stat about the, the about the well, not the Florida Marlins, the Miami Marlins. I know, what, Marlins, I know where you're going with this. They've yeah. never lost the playoff series ever. <laughs> <laughs> the only oh two years that, the only two years that they made the playoffs 2001 and 2003 World Series boom that's no, it no I thought it was ni- I thought it was 90s 90s nah they two- went in the 90s nah oh, oh yeah 90s 2003 was against us 2003 was, was against us was their inaugural season right or like their second season I, wanted, in the I forgot what year it was that they won it was like the 90s let's, let, let me fact check it right now I, I, I yeah, said 01 but 01, 01, 01 was the go, Diamondbacks go put that Bing to work yeah not, <laughs> uh, Bing Microsoft Bing yeah man, MacBook. but it's, but what's to call it? Yeah man, I'm it, I don't know man. I love play October baseball. October baseball is so fun to me because um, I get to see players that I don't get to see on a regular like that. Like yo, Fernando Tatis, yo, that's like one of my favorite players now, bro. bro. I love it. I just hate how ugly the Padres jerseys are. I don't oh, yeah, know. I fucks with them. No no no. I bangs with bro. Them. They have they're a doo doo brown jersey. Why are you upset? Ninety seven in two thousand and three. Ninety seven. Yes. It's I like it, to it, me. Black. It's like when the um the but, Jazz did the rebrand and changed the color back to green, and just looks gross. But but this isn't a rebrand. They're literally going back to what their jerseys were. That's what the Jazz did. The, the Jazz's original jerseys were green. No, they had green at one point, but it was oh the one oh like the Gordon Hayward Jazz when the Derek they Hayes had the jazz. purple. I hated those, bro. They my thing is they went back to the old logos, which is cool, but they should have left with the purple, the gold, and the blue. Cause they look way better than this green shit. That's like they only have one jersey that's nice. But like the Padres, like bro, that doodle brown has that shit is mad gross. Like it. Gold, I would fuck with the, the Tati gold. jersey. No, the white and gold with the gold trim is nice. It's not even gold, bro. It's mustard yellow. It's oh, gross. Well. Yeah, one man's I'm mustard gonna, yellow is another I'm man's gold. I'm definitely cap copping the the Tati. I want jersey. to, and then I was looking, I was like, why are these jerseys so ugly? Dude? Yeah, but Tati's. <laughs> Give me a throwback. Like let them wear the throwback jerseys, the navy shits. I'll cop. Yeah. I like I like the uh, when they go. Camo for the Military Appreciation Week. Ugh. I like those. Jesus. Yeah, no. Tatis is like What? That. Are you saying you don't support the troops, John? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I kneel for the anthem. Um, it's um, obviously about the troops. Like, come on. We should have never been overseas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that wasn't a war to win. Yep. We've been, been getting our asses kicked for the last two decades. Oh, we man. still haven't found the oil. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's oh boy. Nick is not even looking for for crude oil, which is olive oil. <laughs> We're in the wrong spot when you go to Italy. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Please. Secret. Th- that's bro. They've been over there trying to figure out why Italians don't age like the rest of the white people. No, you know what's really they just funny? They've just been looking for the wrong oil. Did you, ever see that, did, you, did you ever see that episode of Kids, Coding Kids Next Door? Which where the principals found out that underneath every school's playground was secret oil wells, but of olive oil. No. So they then put the kids to work <laughs> mi- basically mining the oil so that they could sell olive oil. What? Bro, I'm telling you, it's a funny-ass episode. That's OD. I'm telling you, man. It's a deep cut. But, hey, look, Padres, I hope they get through, but I, I just don't see them beating the Padres. I just, I just don't see them beating the Dodgers. Um, I don't know. The Marlins, though, they have – look, nobody had them beaten – you know, the Cubs, like nobody, especially at Wrigley. So to think that they can't beat the Braves, who, let's be honest, for about 20 plus innings, had no offense whatsoever. It wasn't until like the, what, the eighth inning when they uh, actually started hitting yeah. against the Reds. So Marlins say, scrappy they may, bunch. They, may, they manufacture runs, bro. Like they, they play the game the way that the game used to be played. They steal bases. They play they it move, the right way, damn they, it. Yeah, they play the right, <laughs> they play the game the right way. Yes, exactly. That's if fun. you're, if you're a baseball purist, you love the way that the Marlins play baseball, partially because Don Mattingly is their fucking manager. So of course they're going to fucking bunt, move the runners over. Did you, you know? see their social media? Because Don Mattingly gets no, thrown no, out a lot. I actually didn't see their social media. <laughs> but anyway, they, they made a tweet, sent out a tweet because Don Mattingly gets ejected a lot. Yeah. So you know how like people have to wear masks and stuff in the in the dugout. So he has a full up mask to like his nose and wore sunglasses. So the Marlins uh, social media said Don Mattingly's mad smart. If he gets thrown out, he can still come back in the game and nobody will know. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Well, you know. Yankees hive over here. Your big facts. And yeah, man, we hoping for 28 big, rings, bro. We hoping we hoping for 28. That's that's Chase all for 28. That's all I got to say on that. Oh boy. All right, well, time to go to America's real pastime. Yep. Which is the uh hating black people. All right, America's second <laughs> favorite pastime. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to I got to <laughs> Yeah. John. That was it. That was that hey, was John. Hi Nina. Hexy, hexy. Oh boy, but yeah, the football (laughs) And uh, we're now in week four Crazy, right? Feels like we just started Now we're a quarter of the way through the season Yeah, isn't Mm -hmm. it crazy? Uh, COVID is still among us COVID is still among us And we saw it with the the COVID Newtons Uh, Yeah Yeah, man. Hope hope for a speedy recovery for Cam though Yes. Mm -hmm. All reports saying that he is good though But We've seen the first game moved We've seen the, well, multiple games Two games moved I mean, we had a game postponed, moved yeah. to week seven. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking up our season. Yeah, yeah, because it uh, moves, what takes away our bye week, right? It moves and then our bye week. Moves our bye week. Oh no! God a... forbid the Lamar's doesn't have a bye week on this week. Hey man, dude, worry about everyone's worried about him getting taking too many hits. I mean, how about the Steelers? Steelers now don't have a now they have to go. I think fifteen straight weeks or something like that because they use this as their bye well, week I mean, four. So now you, know, you have to. Yeah, like 12 straight weeks. That's that's just bull crap, John. I mean, hey. Where's your sympathy for them? COVID. I mean, listen, this is what the, Ravens this is what <laughs> this is what the NFL wanted to do. They wanted they they said, "Yo, you know, we have in the season." So we'll figure it out. Yeah. And now, well, they've and done now, a decent. I mean, so far I think they've handled it pretty well. Yeah, the uh, thing yeah. that worries me is um I feel like this shows that they have handled it well, so people are probably slacking off a bit. Cuz they're probably like, "Oh yeah, we've been fine." For a couple weeks now, wow, they, we've been no. handling it well, and tell, then they slide that to those new protocols because they keep every week. It seems like the NFL keeps coming out with these new protocols of like 
yo, if you're not wearing your mask and you're not doing your testing, we're going to start penalizing you. So now it's it went from just a fine to loss of uh, draft picks and suspension to now if they really feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you forfeit the game. I feel like it's um it's kind of what happened with baseball in the beginning a little bit where it's like it took them fucking up for everyone to be like, all right, we really got to get our shit together if we want to have this season. It took the Marlins yeah. and, the, and the Cardinals yeah. to mess up for them to be like, all right, let's kind of get serious. So that's what I feel like now it's happening with football, which I'm not surprised it happened now because those teams are so fucking big. Mm. But um, I feel like, like you said, like with the increased fines and stuff, it goes to show where those chemistry teams are. Because it's got, it's got to be, it's got to happen in the locker room. Like, yo, y'all, if we want to win this shit, if we want to keep having the season, y'all got to do your shit. Like, be responsible. Keep your shit together. I mean, we see And if the, you don't have strong leadership in that locker room and the people don't fuck with each other, they'll be like, man, fuck you. You're not doing shit anyway. I'm going to yep. do what I want. Well, even when they, they, they fuck with each other, you're still seeing mess ups. I mean, we, the, the Raiders got fined this week because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of players at Darren the, Waller's. There's a fun, fundraiser. Fundraiser, mm-hmm. yep. which... You know, it was, it was for a good cause, but there was can't a bunch be, You can't be over there not masked up taking not, pictures. N- mm-hmm. One, not masked up. And two, I think they were like over capacity for what the state of uh, Nevada says you can have for like a public gathering. I think yeah. it was, I think their, their limit is 50 and they had like 100. So it's like, yo, the Raiders are the most penalized, the most fine team in the league right now in terms of uh, messing up with the protocol. So, yep. Grooning grinders, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. I mean, you know, COVID, it fucked shit up, but to be honest, I thought it could have, I mean, could have went worse. It could have went worse. Because, I mean, yeah, they moved the game, but what would have happened, like, later on if they had canceled the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what if, like, you know, even when this shit came out with the Chiefs, I mean, they post, they postponed the game, but shit, it was so last minute. They could have, you know, like, who, like it, it could have it been worse. And it sucks because, obviously, we're, we are living through a pandemic, so, you know, this shit like this is liable to happen. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it... I don't. I, I don't know. I think it might have just been because uh, I think Cam was the only one that tested positive for the Patriots. Yeah, there was a guy else. that tested positive on the Chiefs too. Yeah, the, the uh, back practice, the squad, guy, practice yeah. squad joint. But if it was Mahomes though, oh man, shut the whole league down. Oh, that's <laughs> the right. The league is getting shut down, <laughs> bro. Absolutely. Nah, but hey, um, well, speaking of keeping it on that game though, the Chiefs didn't look great, like at all. It's hard to go four zero. It's hard to go four zero, but they didn't look great. Mm-mm. Patriots, yeah. Let's, 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 let's have a real conversation about this sneaky Julian Edelman man. Let's have a real conversation. Oh, so you're talking about Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman? People said he was a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Oh, they were saying that. Man's you know, is out here stinking it, like, bro. The, the interception that that Honey Badger got. Oh yeah, bro. Clean drop. Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers are making or messing up that I, pass. I, I ain't never seen Larry. I don't think I ever actually even seen Larry Fitzgerald drop a pass. He has more. There was a crazy stat that said he mm-hmm. has more was tackles it, and drop tackles passes than drop passes. Yes, and <laughs> yes, Larry Fitzgerald, underrated, we guys. But anyhow, yeah, bro. Uh, the thing with the thing is with the Chiefs game, I only saw saw some of the game, so I won't speak too too much on it. But I mean, Belichick, man, he kept it close. I mean, the spread was like thirteen, I think, on the game, and this shit was nine six at halftime or nine three. I got the game when it was. I think I got it on like Thursday when it was mm-hmm. at minus eleven Chiefs. Yeah. Bro, for like literally three and a half quarters, I'm like, yo, niggas, these niggas are not going to cover the spread. Yeah. Yo, but the Honey Badger interception return for touchdown helped, and then some late turnovers. Can you can you believe that there was actually a conversation of Cam Newton not being the starter over uh, Jared Stidham? Oh, then yeah. Stidham didn't even start the game. It was Brian Hoyer, and Brian Hoyer proved why Brian Hoyer should not start in the NFL. How could I, oh, you? Oh, I mean, you, some some people on this podcast are pretty confident about Brian Hoyer being whoa, whoa, in the whoa, Patriot whoa, system. Whoa, whoa. 
just because you know the system. Well, 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 hold on now. You know what? This we're not. Some do. people on this podcast were confident about Brian Hoyer. I didn't say he was going to get the starting job Being, over Cam. This was before Cam was signed, and everyone was like, "Oh, they don't need to sign a quarterback. They can just be fine with Brian Hoyer because it's the because system. I thought, and he'll do fine because he knows they, the system." Well, I didn't say they were going to do fine. I said they could get through this year and then just draft a quarterback next year. You could do that. It's not could you sad, not? But you know, we'll go back in the yeah. Teams. You should actually go back and listen. You know, I should, but I won't. Episode forty something, you guys. It was. It had to be only forty. Probably forty something. God had to be forty something. What we at sixty one now? Yeah, that'll yeah, be forty something. Hmm, maybe we'll have yeah. to go back to the tapes. Uh, we'll have research getting on that. But yeah, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get the internship anyway. But it's what's really what's really weird Apply is for it. an internship at Sorry Toby Sports. <laughs> right, hey man, get your college credit. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Uh, probably. Like if probably. It, if yeah. Someone. Hey man, any of y'all social media people? Right. Right. Exactly. So um, Miles isn't helping there. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean that I mean how big of a play I don't know how much you guys watched the game, but how big of a play was it at the end of the second half? I was watching quarter. baseball and playing Among Us, which we should definitely all get on. Oh, you're talking I know Among exactly Us? I know exactly. I've been on Among no, Us. I'm saying we should all like play. Uh, well, Miles doesn't use his phone now, so Well you can Miles use it for Among Us. And you you guys already have Discord, so Yes. Why would I use Discord? I just use my phone. Because we're like, We're gonna stream it on Discord? No, we're, we're we do voice chat. I was like me. I had like ten people last night. I don't want to talk to you guys, dude. It was mad fun. It's funnier when you don't talk to people. No, it's, bro, it's mad fun. <laughs> All right, but getting, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're getting, talking about the end of the second se- quarter. The second quarter when they had no timeouts, twenty three seconds left, and he took a sack. Can't take a sack. Can't there. take a sack because at least at the worst you should get a field goal. Right, you're inside the twenty. Worst you should get a field goal. He takes a sack. Then he tries to call timeout even though he doesn't have him. That's something a rookie does. Not. Somebody that's been in the league for a minute, like that's Brian Horry's hat. That's like a Brian that's, a, that's a Darnold move. Not a yeah, yeah. Watch a, your mouth. All right. Oh, okay. That's not a Darnold move. Yeah. All right. Darnold yeah. would just throw the interception. All right. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. You're right. Yeah. He sling that shit in there. Yeah, that's right. He throw that shit with conviction. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's right. Oh boy, yeah, but you cannot take a sack there. That's that. That's just bad football. That's not. That's Belichick. You know. Belichick, he's probably yelled at him in the on the sideline. Does this show just how important Cam is though to this offense? Like the defense is solid. Like that, the Patriots, I will say, have a very solid. Even with all the people there. Oh, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but that's something you could always rely on Belichick. He's he's a defensive coach. He knows how to coach defense, and you can see that how they held the Chiefs to not even a first half touchdown in the game. Does this speak? All right, so so, so you're talking about Belichick being a defensive coach, right? Yeah, we're seeing how Matt Patricia has struggled. In Detroit, <laughs> how much credit now do we give Belichick over my Patricia about, for those defenses? My, my thing there? about um the Lions is their record should be better. They should have won that first game. They they should've. Should've. Going into this game, they should have been two and one. A defensive genius so doesn't my thing give is, up that no, last second score to Mr. Bisky. But at the same time, if it's two and one, are we still having this conversation, or are we just not? Are we just ignoring the Lions? If it's two and one, I don't think we have this conversation. If it's John, two and one, but they're not is two looking and one. at the coin. From no, the but that's side. not his fault. It's it, not his fault. It is his it's, defense. It's not his fault. Swift dropped the ball in the end zone. Yeah, but it's, no, it, but it's it, his defense that gave up the lead, the mo- the the double digit lead in the fourth quarter. It's his defense that gave up the double digit lead against the Saints this week. But his team was in a position to win. His team was in a position to win. But yeah. I'm saying, it, even if he's not calling plays, he's still. I'm pretty sure he's the one that's probably calling the defense. Just probably. like Todd Bowles was calling the defense for the Jets. Right. No, that's what I'm. That's what I mean by calling plays. I don't expect him to call the offensive plays. Oh yeah, no. Offensive wise, I, I I highly doubt he's calling. Plays, but defensive wise, they should be a better team than. 
especially giving up a lead to Mitch Trubisky, that defense should be embarrassed for themselves. Yes, they should have won because he should have caught the ball. Do they have they the personnel? Even though they let go of Slay, they still what should have. What is the rest of the defense? They, still they drafted uh, a corner this year. Yeah, uh, he's been playing well. Uh, Akuda? Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing well. But they're not a they're not a they're not a ragtag defense like the Jets. Like they have decent they have, players. They have, some, they have some decent players. I'm but... just saying they should be their defense should be better in terms of not blowing leads late in the game. Mm. I, I mean offense. they also they also was up 14 nothing against the Saints and that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And like yes, it's the Saints, but at the same time, come on, you right, going back come go, going back to answer your question. Yes, I mean it's it's Belichick, but yes, Belichick is out of, is is honor. I, I said oh, sorry. Ar- yeah, sorry. Thank you. Arguably the the greatest head coach of all time, and to me, it's not even an argument. Um. So yeah, I think. I think Belichick is definitely going to get credit because you see how with a lot of the people on his coaching tree, including one that just got fired, um, you know, how, how that is going, you know. Talking and, about um, B.O.B.? Talking about B.O.B. Love and, to see it. Deshaun you know, has been freed. I'm so happy. Is it weird? Is this, you know, all right. Is it weird, so this, this is this. All right, so this is my, my whole take on this season in particular, and this is my whole take on... The whole D-Hop trade. The D-Hop trade was a bad trade, not because you traded D-Hop, but because you got nothing good, great in return. You didn't get a first. You didn't they get got a, first. a first. You get a, you, get, you get a first or a couple firsts with DeAndre Hopkins. You know what? Okay, I get it. But it just seemed like he tried to move DeAndre Hopkins out of spite or because they didn't want to pay him. Whatever reason, could be a good reason, but you, the return just wasn't there. So that's what made it a bad trade mm-hmm. for me. And I've said this when the trade first went down. Okay. And um, in the first week, too, he was saying, he was like, I couldn't even talk to teams that didn't have a quarterback and a rookie do. Right. So that's like, it definitely comes into money. I just feel like if he got a first round pick, because David Johnson isn't a bad back. He's not. By any means. If they got a first round pick, it's people are looking at this trade differently. And that's, and that, and that's cool. But like, they I didn't. Get, and but, it's another reason why he's. And that's why, that's why it's a bad trade. Mm-hmm. And that's why he should not have been general manager and making these decisions. But now my whole problem with this is that, yes, he should have been fired. Not this year. Last year, mm-hmm. because if you're gonna if you're gonna deal with all the bullshit that he did with the team, tri- firing him at own four does not make any sense. Especially when the last game that Deshaun that Deshaun played against the Vikings, they were in a position to win. Will Fuller just dropped the pass, and I'm not making excuses for Bill O'Brien. I don't think that he, I, like I said, he should have gotten fired when like last year. But at this point, on four firing Bill O'Brien is doing what? It's not really his fault that they went on four when you got to play against the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers mm-hmm. in back-to-back weeks, and then you're in a position to win the last game, but your number one receiver drops a pass. And let, yes, you can make the argument, D-Hop wouldn't drop that pass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you putting your, your players in a position to make plays. And this is the same argument that you're saying with Matt Patricia is that DeAndre Swift was in a position where he where he had to make a play. I don't think the game was just that though. There was it was I watched more of that game and it was just rough. Yeah, it was like, it was, a, that, was, was a, that was a that was a that was a rough game. They should have beat the Vikings. They should. They, the they Vikings should, were always there as well and did not yep. play in the same schedule the Texans played. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, I, I'm just glad that Deshaun can is freed now. Yeah, because this gives him the opportunity. To still have success further on instead of having mediocre, I don't say mediocre, but still having seasons where this potential is not actualized. So my thing is, I think they should hire Eric Bieniemy this all season. Yeah, I think that should be the guy they get. Um, no, he's mine. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what should happen. And I, I'm just glad that we don't have to deal with Bill O'Brien because, like, even like we're watching, he's still play calling. He's still calling the plays on offense. I'm pretty sure. And um, it. 
it was just very questionable decisions for a lot of things. And if you want to go back to the playoffs last year, I think he should have got fired. What saved his job was the Bills game. Him winning that playoff game against the Bills when they were down 14 nothing to start. And they ended up coming back and winning. Is that when Deshaun went full Deshaun? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was when Deshaun that was when Deshaun went he he game breaker Deshaun. Yeah. So Literally. that had nothing to do with Bill. It wouldn't it re- it really didn't. But you know yeah. what? But it you but, then, but here's but here's a but here's a the caveat to that. His he put his player in a position to to make plays. And what did Deshaun do? He made plays. And then he was up against the Chiefs, 21-0, and then he lost. So then it's like <sighs> Yeah. It, it, it's tough, but I mean, honestly, and it's probably, and I don't want to. Deshaun's greatness, I feel like, has kept his job security. That and, was it. If he had any yeah. other, I'm going to say any, but if he had a, a quarterback that wasn't Deshaun, yep, or like at that level, yep, he's fired way early. I agree. I agree with that, and it's probably the same reason why Jets don't the, the Jets don't want to want to fire Adam Gase right now because if they fire him, it's just making a statement more than it is like actually helping the team. I think that's a good statement to make for the Jets though. And I, I think the statement is that we're trying to turn a corner and we're trying to do something different. We're not going to just ride with the mediocrity and just waste another full season. So at the end of the think. day, as bad as 0-4 is, mm-hmm. a season can still be salvaged at 0-4. I've, listen, Look I've, at the Browns. When they fired Hugh Jackson and G. Will took over, they technically were in a position late in the season to make the playoffs, I think they finished seven and nine. Seven, they almost, seven, they seven, almost seven, won the AFC. Seven, eight, yeah. and one. Seven, eight, seven, one. Seven, eight, seven, eight, one. one. Seven, so eight, they one. were technically there. And Baker Mayfield, what did he do once he became a starter after they fired Hugh Jackson? Oh yeah, just went on and, and broke what the rookie se- single season record for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing about Bill O'Brien though is that as bad as he we've he's been right, and we we say he's bad. He's had so much success, like just on the surface. Yeah. Four division titles. Mind you, the AFC South is not like great, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but he has four division titles, fifty a plus five hundred record. Yes, it's 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 a under five hundred record in the playoffs, but on the surface, he should have the job security that, you know, you would think, right? Did Adam Gase us. Did me and you just see the same thing? The Aaron Rodgers shit? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's that's tough. See, that is tough. All right, all right real oh, quick. All right, happened, just because of a Bleacher Report uh, thing. Pat, Pat McAfee show. This nigga has great content on his shit, too. Mm-hmm. I got to show love. Show love is due. Pat, um, I said Patrick. Aaron Rodgers calls out critics. Packers QB on people thinking he was done. Down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Yeah. Now listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. That's OD. Talk that's, that talk. That's talk tough. that talk. I fucking love it, bro. Aaron Rodgers. A.A. Ron. He's a bad, a bad man. That's a, that's a bad bitch right there. I've been riding for Aaron Rodgers because to me, it's always, it always felt like Dirk, where it was supremely talented, but bro, just wasn't in that system. Let me you just ask I mean? you something. Who was he throwing the ball to last night? Oh. It doesn't matter who he was throwing the ball to last night. I was actually going to answer the question. <laughs> it that doesn't was, matter. That was great. Top two wide receivers are out. Adams and Lazard. He was throwing to and Lazar, tight ends. La, Lazar would be a number three receiver on most teams. Yep. You put him on the Panthers, he might he might be fourth on the de- on the depth chart. He's Alan Lazard. Tay Adams is tough though. I, I give him that. But who was he throwing the ball to last night? Tanyan. Aaron Jones. <laughs> Tanyan. Tanyan. The backup Aaron running. Nice, I mean, the backup Aaron, running back. Aaron, Aaron Jones is nice. and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams had like eight for ninety two. Yeah, nah, like, he was going off. He was, he, was, off. He, was, he was he was going off. But now nah, on some G shit. And I mean, I guess now we could talk about the Packers. Yeah, bro, they look fucking good. Um, they said that uh, Matt Lafleur, um, seventeen and three, is fourth among fourth fourth best among 
um, tw- um, amongst 20 game starts in a head coach's career. Fourth best of all time. Kind of easy when you have the most talented quarterback we've seen in our generation. I know. I don't know why people would never, I don't know why people were <laughs> you know, so. You know, you know, like, like people, like people really like didn't want to admit that Tom, not Tom Brady, that Aaron Rodgers was the most skilled talented, and complete yeah. quarterback of our generation. Dude, I've been making this argument. Like, like you know what I mean? It's frustrating because it's like you make the argument across a lot of sports, but it's like it just sucks because he was never put in that position. He didn't have a defense for so many years. Like, he yeah, didn't have like, a running game until last year. Like, you, you know have what I mean? to be blind to to and not you have to be either biased or just a Tom Brady like lover to think that Tom Brady at any point in his career, even at peak Tom Brady, was anywhere never. near as talented as. Peak well, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers was doing shit that we hadn't seen until Pat Mahomes came into the league. Mm-hmm. Let's Bro. put it like that. And I think now when that you that the game is shifting such that we have the Lamar Jacksons and the and the the Lamar Jacksons, the Russell Wilsons, and the Patrick Mahomes, it kind of takes away from the greatness of what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Especially because, like he just said, last year was a down year for him, and he still had over. Bro, 4, I would 000. kill I'd, if Sam had. Aaron Rodgers there last year, I'd yeah. kill for that. Yeah. No, he's I, bro. That line he said is absolutely right. He's a down right. you for him is career for most quarterbacks. Drake have a line like that. Some some rapper had a line that like is, that. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's bro. It's that, the truth. That's very crazy. For Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go get his that. flowers until after, unless he wins another ring. Yeah, and it's it, it does suck, but it's like um. I remember watching them. They lost some playoff series, and it was he played hurt. And part of the reason where it's like things you're saying, we're not seeing to Patrick Mahomes, the mm-hmm. throws he's making outside of the pocket. One of the things that made Aaron Rodgers great was he was able to make, like, create time, let his receivers get open. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what Mind I mean? he could run, like, he stopped running for like the past like two years, but at his peak, he was out here getting, like, and they still not drafting first round wide receivers. Like, he was, he was out here getting like what 40, get 40 yards rushing a game. Just, look at, um, look at, they pulled it up, I think it was last <clears> week. Where the amount of first round picks that he's thrown like passes to, mm-hmm. it was him, Peyton, and um Brady, and Aaron Rodgers has like three, literally three like first round picks, and the rest of them have over hundred. I just think that if, if keeping it completely honest, like you want to talk about the MVP conversation, usually like by this time last year, we were seeing what Lamar was doing. He was like, oh yeah, like Lamar is on the Mahomes trajectory, but like based off of how they both started the MVP seasons, it was like Lamar. Mahomes started his his year. We're like, oh shit, Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, he's going. He's gonna win MVP this year. I don't know. I, I it's I not. Think it's it, got to be Rogers or Russ. It's, it's, it's got to be. It, it's not clear. It's not clear cut because it's mm-hmm. like you could make that argument for 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 both of them, but then it's like Mahomes. Like yesterday, Mah- like all right, yesterday Mahomes wasn't Mahomes, but Mahomes against arguably the best team in the league. We saw what he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. But I think Rogers, Rogers or, or Russ is probably the safer bet right now, because I don't think either of them has a better roster than the Chiefs. Yeah, and that's and that's fair. Because that's the thing. It's like um, the thing about the Chiefs is like Mahomes is cooking. Mahomes has still had good receivers his entire career. Yep. Which is very different. The other two had to make good receivers. Yep. Outside of um, well, that's DK. not a DK. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's literally it. Like that's as great as Pat Mahomes is. You gotta you gotta take that little grain of salt where it's like he's had a great receiving core constantly. Yep. And that's like he's had a he's had a top tier receiver every every year. Yep. And it's you know, that's not a thing that any of the other quarterbacks had. How how good is Jordy Nelson on any team that's not the Packers? Like what is Jordy Nelson's is like what is Jordy Nelson's career? Is Jordy Nelson just the NFC version of Julian Edelman? Yes. Mm. And, not, and it's I not think because Randall, they're both not because yeah. they're they're both white, 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 I think wide receivers. receivers. Not, I think not. the best receiver he had was Randall Cobb. I think, no. I think it's Tay. I think it's Devontae. 
It, I think oh, no. Tay, or, or, or you can say, you can say like, um, Greg, like, Jennings. Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings is yeah, another Greg one. Nice. He's had, he's had, like, I think he's had really, Cup. he had, he had Donald Driver for a little bit at the end of his career. Had, you know what it is? Again? Aaron Rodgers had talented receivers, but the thing about it is, is that. No first round talents. Yeah. It, it, right, well, Packers do a good job of getting uh, yeah, like non first round talent. And this is and this is yeah. And how many r- rings has that one Rick Carlisle? Exactly. That is that bad or good? Ar- like you're saying, arguably the most talented quarterback of all time, and you have one ring from him and have not give really put him in a position to succeed as often. He's pre- basically making that position. Could, That's my thing. Could the argument be made that it's a to a, a very a lesser extent? I'm not saying they're the same guy, but. Matt Stafford in Detroit puts up numbers. He's not 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 talent wise as good as Rodgers, mm. but his quarterback play is good enough to have more success than what they've had because they haven't been able to field a team around him. Like either, either, either they have a good offense, they have, no defense, they have no defense, they have defense and no offense. I see what you're saying, but I think it's like here and here. Yeah, yeah, just no, because no, yeah, of the yeah. amount of picks yeah. and everything, but I, I do, I do think it is similar. Like the principles, the like same. Stafford could be the quarterback of a Super Bowl team. Yeah, yeah, he could, but he would need more help. He need more help. He need a better defense and probably a better head coach as well. Because yeah. you saw that when he had Jim Caldwell, they had winning seasons. And how about that? Like Matt Patricia saying, oh, like, man. oh, when I came in, there was a lot of work to be done. Jim Caldwell never had a losing season with, with the Lions, and he got. Fu- Isn't it crazy? And he got fired. Yep. Racism. On his day off. <laughs> what did you say about earlier about America's pastime, John? Oh, of hating black people. And yeah. and they should and he should have. And mind you, they had an Especially own, in the NFL. Oh yeah. They had a ten win or eleven win season. Didn't win the division because Aaron Rodgers went like I think thirteen and three that year. Yep. And they ended up lose, getting hosed in that uh remember the the the, the Cowboys game? Oh where I they remember got I was in Jamaica. The, uh, yep. The I was... non pass interference call. Uh yep, and then that's why later on karma's a bitch because they played against the, the Cowboys played against the Packers and that's yep. where the it was a catch. Even though it wasn't a catch. And the man, ball I'm, moved. Just, I'm just happy that Aaron's like in the, the defense is like solid. Zary Smith is the truth. Love love him. Yes. Um the defense is solid. Aaron Fax Jones is, is big facts is the, the Darius Smith. Aaron Brianna, Jones, Brianna top, Taylor, top five Lester. back in the league. Aaron Jones, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he got Aaron Rodgers got talent around him, but nobody They still shouldn't have drafted a quarterback in the first round and gave him a wide receiver. Shit. Yeah. I'm about to say, you know, it's funny. I, th- Shit, I feel like Aaron could have gave him T. Higgins, T. Who's oh, killing, bro. by the way. Shout out to the Bengals for winning their I, first game. I wanted T. T. Higgins, I really wanted the T. Higgins is looking like it's looking like him, Justin Jefferson, and my boy Compact This Lamb. The, I the, the three best T. receivers. Like so far. before the draft, everyone was talking. I was like, bro, like if he somehow falls to us, and we probably could have got him, but it is. You what know, what's funny is that Aaron is probably just going to do the same. Well, it's probably going to be the same situation with him and Favre, where Justin's going to be there for like two or three years. And then once Rogers, because Rogers thirty six, once Rogers is like, because I think it, it's more of a case. Rogers will say, you know what, I'm done. Like he himself will that be game. like, I'm walking I'm away. Tired of the shit. Yeah, and then he'll be like, all right, yo, love, go out there, mm-hmm. ball out. Yeah. You've learned under me for three years. Because he's, it's not, he's not like he doesn't have beef with Jordan Love. Like remember, no, when he doesn't. I, remember when Mason Rudolph got drafted and Ben was tight. Yeah, like actually, like yo, why would you draft this dude? Like, um, I think the Aaron Rodgers was like. If y'all want to draft him, that's cool. But y'all probably didn't need to trade up and draft him in the first round. Y'all could have got him later. <laughs> he I don't think got him later. Like, him. like y'all could have got me a wide receiver and got him in the second round. Like it's like you no, know, and it's, we see the same. And it could be also the same with how you know. It's not to say that Alex Smith is Aaron Rodgers, but Pat Mahomes did sit out mm-hmm. a year before. It was a year or two years. A year. A year before finally taking the reins, and he learned under of quarterback who's been in the league for a while. And when so, Mahomes was drafted, everyone was just like, huh. 
Exactly. Like, they're they're like out. They've had great years under it, Alex Smith. It's the long. It's the long game. Mm-hmm. People, it's the long game. Remember, Lamar Jackson wasn't supposed to start his rookie year. Nope. I've wanted speaking Flacco of, to paint. But speaking, yeah. speaking of Flacco, <laughs> he's fine. <probably, laughs> <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Flacco currently leads the league in passing percentage, though. So let's uh, give him hey, credit there. Hey, okay, two for two. Oh, this reminded me that um, uh, our our punter has like all time career percentage seven of seven in his career. Hey, for passes, it is. Those fake punts sometimes work, not just in Madden, <laughs> not just in Madden, right? Exactly. Oh boy! But yeah. speaking of the Flacco's, yes. boy, oh boy, does this Jets team stink? And you just know, just end the season. Season. J e t s bums bums bums. My oh my, do these guys stink? Yeah, and it's crazy because we're really going to be stuck with Adam Gase for all season. Like those reports. And I didn't want to believe John when he texted the group chat. He was like, oh, I know somebody at the Jets. And, uh, no, who's the Jets? I hear them yeah. saying, yeah. And he's probably not going to go. I didn't want to believe it. I wanted to believe all the beat reporters. I wanted you guys to get smoked. Because I'm like, if you got smoked, then it wouldn't seem as secure. Yeah, but, but the now fact it's that, no that na- it's like now that y'all scored 28 points, though, y'all mm-hmm. opposite, yeah, offense isn't actually a net. Oh, we only scored 16 on offense. Oh, 16 on offense, right? Yeah. We yes. had one we had one touchdown on offense. Yes. Everything else was field goals. Now we had the Pierre yeah, to see. Bro, that man This cannot, man oh is the God. most Jekyll and Hyde quarterback I've ever seen. Wow. Man's got absolutely dusted. Nah, he's still cheap. No, 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 no. No, he's garbage. Every dog every dog has his day. Hold on. He's hold garbage. On. Listen. Jerry Judy just mossed him, bro. Everybody gets mossed. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 that wasn't it. No, that wasn't the only thing that happened that game, bro. He was getting cooked all game. Bro, he was getting chef. The fact that Steve Smith at halftime goes... Number thirty five can't cover anybody. <laughs> no, they, I'm pretty sure. In when Bron- when the Broncos went into the locker room, they said wherever number thirty five is, target that's your first read. And it was because he gave up another touchdown in the third quarter. Yeah, he did. Gra- my my, and that's what what made it so upsetting is that he had a actually crazy interception on the sidelines. Yeah, that, that was actually. And then he got really. a pick six, and I'm like, yo, he has so much confidence right now, but he still bunts. He's playing like Byron Maxwell out there. Remember that game where he got toasted for like 180 yards in the first half? Oh, Byron Maxwell, man, he burnt was- toast. Eagles, Byron Maxwell yeah. wearing like the quarterback jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was bad. Loose sleeves. Long ass sleeves just to get toasted, but no, the, this Jets defense is one. No talent. Quinn Williams is still playing well. I like that. Yeah, he is. But the most undisciplined defense I've ever seen oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. It Honestly, was terrible. I, the way that the that uh, Vic Fangio was just like, yeah, get off the field. We not dapping these niggas up. I fuck with that. First of At the end of the game, y'all, I don't know what the fuck First was off, going Vic on. Vangio could eat a dick because, <laughs> one, right, the game was over by then. The Jets had already used up all their timeouts. So why they keep hitting them? It's why did first of all? Why did you run a play on fourth down? Yeah, they should have kneeled it. Why didn't you just knee it? The jet, you're at the yeah. 45. It's like 13 seconds left. Turn the ball over on downs. The Jets aren't going to come back in the game. I don't understand. Why are you throwing to waste it? You couldn't even burn the clock out to begin with. So you let your quarterback do that. And I'm pretty sure G Will was like, "Oh, he's going to keep throwing on us." Bet go out there and level him. I, do I agree with it? No, but I, I'm, but at the same time, <laughs> hey, if you're going to do that. You you run the risk of what's happened to uh, your quarterback. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I just feel bad for the QB. I do agree that um the they should have they should have like, that. I was very confused. Or run the ball. Yeah, I was very confused like, right. what Why? they were doing. But um, y'all about to trade for that quarterback, dog. Trade for that backup quarterback, that rookie. Who? What's his name? Typen? Stipen? Oh, uh, oh, Brett Rip Ripian. Ripian. Yeah, Ripian. We're gonna trade for him. Yeah. Why? It's gonna happen. 
I mean, we already traded for uh, Kellen Balage, and then two weeks later, we uh, ended up cutting him because he sucks. When he, he's going to end up on a New York team. No, nah, he's not, not. Not this one. So so not not, not this team. one. Here's, here's the thing. It's okay. like... He's going to end up on a New York team, and it won't be the Bills. The, uh, the best in New York. Sucks. Jets are bad. They don't know what to do with themselves. Makai Becton played. I don't know why he played. He was hurt. Oh, my God. We, we almost gave away team. the best thing that happened to us, right? Now, Sam Darnold is hurt, and they said he might play next week. I don't know why he would play Shouldn't. with a bye coming up. It's we don't we it's ineptitude on all fronts from ownership down ineptitude just complete ineptitude. I still have faith in, in Joe Judge, but Joe Judge made a promise to Sam Darnold's uh, parents, and this is the last my last point on the the Jets. He made a promise to Sam Darnold's parents in the offseason that said, "I'm gonna do everything in my power to protect your son." Uh-huh. Now, granted, he did improve the offensive line and drafted Makai Becton, who was easily looking like the best offensive lineman out of that draft so far. Yeah. Um, but the Jets' offensive line is still getting Sam killed. He is tied for seventh in time sacked um, at 12, and the league lead is 16 right now. Yep. Uh, he's been pressured how many other times, right? He's scrambling for his life. He has no weapons on offense, right? So no weapons on offense, scrambling for your life. There is no recipe for success there. Where is Sam Darnold being protected at? And that's all Nowhere. I have to say on that. Nowhere. Nah. He's a ghost. Um, all right. Let me... um. Just to pull up this two tweets. One of them was from Jeff Schwartz. He's like, what the Jets did with Makai Beckson tonight was irresponsible and stupid. They knew he'd tell them he can play. He's a rookie. He's not going to be like, oh, no. Like, see me out, coach. Duh. He's like, the team's supposed to look out for the future of their core players. And they play him. They get hurt again. And you saw how tight he was on the sideline. He's like, y'all really could have just fucked up my whole career right here. And then the other thing was Steve Smith saying, um, Steve Smith and Sam Darnold saying they expect him to write a paper with a non-sharpened pencil. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like going into a... Uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah, yep. that's pretty accurate. It's like going to write way back when with your quill and ink, but you don't got no ink. Facts. Like, well... Um, all right, well, I'll talk about the Giants real quick. Yay! Um, well, this is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas had us um, at 13 and a half minus 13 and a half which yeah is, I, I mean, took that in my one of my parlays yeah sorry <laughs> uh, spread killers <laughs> <It's> like, nah. <laughs> but um, nah for sure I mean it was just a great defensive performance I mean our line we actually have linebackers now we actually have a decent decent look at secondary mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's good you can tell that Joe Judge whatever he's telling these dudes it has them wanting to be competitive and like I said last week this is all I want I just want a competitive football team a team that's not going to give up you know, midway through the season. I don't want to see that. Um, we just got to get them to not be on the field as long. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. We were better on third down. You know, the, the Rams are a really good team. Like, the Rams have been a really good team all season. And outside of that one freaking touchdown in the Cooper Cup, like, overall, I have I have no complaints from the defense. And keeping the, the Rams to 17 points, I mean, that's way better than anybody thought. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the under hit in the game, that's way better than anybody thought. I would um, say, um, sorry, sorry. Finish yeah, no, no, no. All I was gonna, all I was gonna say, um, Daniel Jones, um, he played, he played better. I mean, let, not having the the turnovers is is was great until the last, um, what you call it, until the last inning. I mean, I said last inning. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The, we're watching the 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 Braves and Marlins game. The last, um, the last possession, and. It's just frustrating because he had a lane where he could have just ran it and gotten a first down, but he threw it, and. You know, it, it sucks because we had we really had a le- legitimate chance to tie the game. But at any point that I feel like the Giants were gonna were going to win, absolutely not. But it was just improvement, improvement, and that's what you want to see in a young team. The Giants are the youngest team in the NFL, average age twenty six. You know, so we got years to grow, um, and the defense is really looking 
great. And it's going to be interesting playing against the Cowboys, who have the worst defense in the league, um, coming into next week. But we shall see. And um, my only thing is, uh, I will say, shout out to Jared Goff and the Rams, because mm-hmm. last year we were all kind of like, Jared Goff might be might be very fraudulent. And this year, I feel like it's like he actually worked on shit and he looks like a better quarterback than he has. Yeah. Like just, just over eye test, he definitely looks like a... Yeah, yeah. He, it does not look like how he did. Like last year, he looked like a complete fraud. Yeah. I yeah. think I think they, because they they were adjusting because they, they planned to have Todd Gurley in the offense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then like with injuries and shit to Todd Gurley, um, you know, that was kind of an adjustment that they had to make. And now, you know, no Todd Gurley there. He's not in the game plan anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, Jared Goff, he looks confident. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough... Yeah, um, I'll just talk about the Ravens real quick, and we can go into the rapid fire. That's fine. So um, another win, I will say uh, the the Redskins. Sorry, the Washington Football Team. Damn it, John! The yeah, R word uh, again. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, he doesn't learn. the The Washington Football Team. They don't look as bad as the regular shows. But they're gonna watch them end up winning the fucking division. Um, Dwayne Haskins looked better than I thought he would. Like considerably it would be better than I thought. He, he didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he um he yeah he just looked better, and he wasn't playing against like no slouch defense. You know, you know our, yeah. our front seven. You know, um and the only too. yeah my only thing about the uh the Ravens right now is um our safety still look mad young. Mm-hmm. I really think that um Chuck Clark is still playing great, and I think Deshaun Elliott is a really good player. Mm-hmm. I just think he's kind of small, and I think he they, like they need a veteran. Like and it sucks, but it's like if Earl Thomas wasn't such a dickhead. He, we really could have used him, yep. Um, just to help groom Deshaun a bit more, because the issue with Deshaun is that he, all his seasons have been marred by injury, so he never had a full season. Yep. So, um, that's the only thing. I just don't like how we're tackling as in secondary right now, outside yep. of Marlon, because Marlon's the real fucking deal. Shout out to Marlon for getting paid too. Deserved every single penny, yep. and you gotta love it when he's out here. Like, hey man, like it's not about being the highest paid corner; it's about staying a Raven. Yeah. And um, now our secondary is really locked, man. Like, we got him, Marcus Peters, and um, Chuck Clark signed to at least through uh, 2023. Real, real, real quick thing. Isn't Terry McLaurin really fucking good? Yeah, he is really good. Yeah, yeah Terry, Terry yeah. is like... I never really watched him play, yeah, but no, he's, he's he's very good. He's I, I won't say he torched the Ravens defense, but he did. He was doing his mm-hmm. thing. He was he was eating up. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's my... I just feel like we just need... It would have been nice to... This is... um With everything happening, it would have really been nice to still have Brandon Carr in the roster. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he had really good years with us, and yeah. they were playing him at some safety and whatnot. So we have Jimmy splitting time safety. I just feel like um, a little more veteran presence would be nice there. Mm-hmm. But it looks good to kind of get some. Like Hollywood had a good game. You know what I mean? Get the Mark Andrews finally looked like he was back after you know scoring two touchdowns that game on yeah. some really great passes. Yeah. Like Lamar, like gave him some dimes. Yeah. So um, I still we're we're still not at our final form. But we we you know a good good showing and uh, next next week I'm pretty sure we play the uh, Titans. I think. Maybe I'll check to the Titans the Steelers. I'll check. I think it's the Titans though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Nice. And uh, with that, let's hit that rapid fire real quick. Woo! All right. So the first three games we basically covered already: New England, Kansas City, Atlanta, Green Bay, uh, Baltimore, Washington. All right. Um. Ooh, I like this. I like this game a lot. Uh, Chargers at Tampa Bay. Um, this was this was nationally televised in New York, so I don't know if y'all actually got to watch it or not. Yeah, no, I, Justin Herbert's. I, did. I didn't like, like it. I wanted I wanted Seahawks Miami as yeah. the nationally televised game. Really? But, hey, this was, but this was good too. I mean, Herbert looks look good, yeah, and Herbert aside from legit. just the late interception that plagues all rookies, I will say Back though, breaking. I'm disappointed in the defense. Though you yes. can't go up 20, 24-7 and lose. 
But you Especially know, with a rookie quarterback, the pro- you got to oh, give him man. some more support. The problem with that was that fumble at the end of the first half. That's what killed. Yep. That's what that's what killed him because it was up, like you said, twenty four to seven. Mm. Hit that field goal. You can't give a, you can't give a quarterback like Brady momentum and an experienced coach like Bruce Arians something to feed off of. You mm. know. So Anthony Lynn, you got to do better. Come on, bro. There's not many black coaches in the league, so we need you to keep this job. Right. Um, you're saying yeah, the two the two games that fucked up my parlay that day were the um the Texans and the. Uh, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Because uh, I still don't think the Bucks are that good. I will say, there's a little bit of ignorance going around with the whole, uh, oh, why wasn't Herbert the starter to start off the season? Well, I mean, clearly, there's a reason why Anthony Lynn was going to go with Tyrod <laughs> over Herbert. If Herbert was that good in the preseason, in the training camp. I think camp, not having camp that's is a big the thing. thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, it makes just more sense. And we're only saying this now. I mean, granted, they haven't won with Herbert. Yeah. But we're only saying this because of how well he's playing. Nobody was saying this after the Chargers won with Tyrod after week one. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we yeah. should play her. Because if Tyrod's healthy and they still do the same thing, and or if they win another game, nobody's saying, oh, mm-hmm. got to start Herbert. So I didn't, I, didn't, I just think Tyrod's getting a, a bad rap. Yeah. yeah, I do. And I feel like that generally happens, especially with more of a journeyman quarterback. Yep. They're usually the first scapegoat. But, um, yep. man, Herbert, outside of that pick at the end, which was, you know, rough, he was he definitely showed some stuff, man. Like, he was slinging them. But you know what's, what what helps thing. though a, a young quarterback having good a time in the pocket and, and a, a dope ass wide receiver to throw to in Keenan yeah, Allen. Man. Yep, bro, Keenan, that one first down he had where he just like basically jumped over. Yep, that shit was so clean. They said they saying that's a catch of the year, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, Keenan Allen is really fucking good at football. Mm-hmm. Um, and him having the quarterback is not Philip Rivers. Love to see it. <laughs> yep, my son Herbert be getting my boy to rock. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, also Eckler gets healthy. Yeah. Um, Seattle at Miami, the spread killers, man. <laughs> the you, knew spread. Fitz was gonna, you knew Fitz was gonna do something. Man. Yeah, the spread killers. Um, I mean, this wasn't this wasn't Russ's best game. I mean, you know, it wasn't Tyler Lockett's best game. Either. Wasn't Tyler yeah. Lockett's best game either. <laughs> should have should have started um, Will Fuller, damn, or Jameson right. Crowder. I yeah, would have won this week for sure. Um, <laughs> I always I, I said it last week is that Seattle's defense is gonna get them in, in in a lot of trouble. There's no way that you should let Miami with with Ryan Fitzpatrick put up 23 points on you and it's not a lot but this game was really close and Miami's defense actually was playing very well up until um Russ hit Russ um through that I think Miami's that, that a touchdown. pushover team man they're not I don't I yeah. mean we said it after they made all those moves this offseason where yeah. we were like if two is healthy you know it might and yeah. there wasn't a pandemic so we had camp and all that shit you know they might yeah. be a, a pretty solid team and I, like, I don't think they're a pushover at all yeah like you said it, spread goes for a reason and it's not an if but when I think because yeah. Fitzpatrick said like yeah we're He's gonna start this at some point this season. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when he's ready. Yep. So and I'm we're waiting on it. I mean, it's past week four, so yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, next game we covered New Orleans at Detroit. Kind of covered it, but yeah, I want to talk about it more. I just I just be feeling bad for Matt Stafford. It feels like whenever there's some success, every something just happens or who messes up or just something. Yeah. But um, the Saints, I still like again, like I still don't think the Saints have their best to win their Super Bowl. I yep. don't. As good as Alvin Kamara is, like the I don't know, man. I just don't see it happening. Just Drew Brees to me hasn't been Drew Brees that we know. But um, yeah, and that ceiling. defense, the defense has looked old, yeah. man. Yeah, look the defense, the defense has hurt old. this game. I mean, it's tough. You know, do you really take a, a lot into account when Detroit puts a twenty nine against you? Don't have Marshawn Lattimore or um, Janoris Jenkins. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not really feeling the Saints this year. I say it every week, though. Yeah. Um, another team that I'm not really feeling right now, um, Cleveland at Dallas. This game was... There was I told... <laughs> bro. bro this, Shout out to the Browns. First off, the Browns are 3-1. and one. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Even though they're in my division, 
I love seeing them succeed because I love Odell. Like I love Baker. Seeing them after, especially after last year, where Baker had the wild sophomore slump and yeah. everyone wanted to write him off, but yeah. like had a shitty coach. How about, how about Odell this game? Hey man, he needed it. Yeah, he needed it. And we, we were saying it last oh, week. Bro. It seemed like the Baker, like yeah. the Baker. It seemed like the Browns were getting their swagger back. And Odell reminded y'all, this is a healthy. We haven't had a healthy Odell in a while. My man's on the end around. It wasn't the first two touchdowns. All right, whatever. You know, trick play, and then you know mm-hmm. uh, Baker finds him in the end zone. Cool. It was the end around. And Giants fans, we know how fast Odell is. But the second he had blocks in front of him, I'm like, yo, this is a touchdown. I'm like, he's scoring on this. You know, shout out Dallas. They did their best to try and come back. Dak was trying his trying his best to keep them in the game after he fumbled earlier and then Zeke fumbled again in this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. Dallas really don't have no defense, but you know. Y'all still think Dak's gonna get signed? I think he's still gonna get paid. Cause he's like cause the proof is in the pudding. I mean, what more What more can he do with the weapons that y'all surrounded him with? I mean... Do you think he's going to stay there? I don't that's, think so. That's, I don't think so. That's yet to be determined. And we will come back to that at a later date. I also think the Cowboys are going to sign Earl Thomas. They should. I, they I, could, they, after if, how shitty that game was. anybody can use a secondary help, <laughs> the, the Dallas... Oh, man. They need to... I don't know who the defensive coordinator is, but yikes. Um... Jacksonville at Cincinnati. I'm glad uh, Cincinnati got the first win. Yeah. Um. Again, Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. Gardner Minshew's a good quarterback. Minshew mania. His his throws are looking sharp. Yep. Shout out to Gardner. Shout out to, to Gardner Minshew, man. But um, they needed it. And Joe Mixon had a really good game. Joe he needed Mixon that too. Was frying. Yes, he Bro, did. There was he mad people in my in my fantasy chat. That was dumb sick. Could have had one of them. Yeah, because he d- oh, hasn't done man. anything all season. And then, oh, nah. and then this game he does. Oh nah, you can't bench you can't bench an RB one. You can't bench Joe Mixon. Yes, you can. I don't think so. Yeah, I I started him. My boy Joe Mixon won me my fantasy league this week. Uh, this week, what did he do last week? Um, well, I lost, but we're not gonna talk about <laughs> that. Week two. All right. Um, <laughs> week one. And the week before that. <laughs> last season, week seventeen. <laughs> hey, shut up. Arizona at Carolina. Well, I think this whole Kyler Murray for MVP conversation is finally finally taking up. That 5-2 quarterback is a fraud, damn it. That's not my parlay. He runs like a baby. No, you see, like, you know, he, like, he, he runs he like legs. a badass little kid. Yeah, like he runs like a toddler. Like, it's mad funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, <laughs> Teddy, they did Teddy, not look Teddy, good. Teddy looks great. Um, Robbie, Robbie Anderson looks- lo- also looks great. Mm-hmm. I love to see it. Temple. Temple. Temple South doing a damn thing. Carolina two and two. Now Teddy Teddy looked like yeah. this is my first time really watching the game, and yeah. it's like you know with no CMC, like Teddy looks good, man. Hey, the and the ca- fact that they're they're what two and zero oh without CMC exactly. The Carolina Panther Owls. Yeah, we love it. Temple South baby. Um, it's like the fucking Bearcats, the Adelphi Bearcats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck the Bearcats. Fuck the Panther Owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Panther Owl. <laughs> man Bear Pig. <laughs> <laughs> um. Buffalo at Las Vegas. Hmm. Okay. I mean, this game was... It was good. It was a good yeah. game. This is bullshit because the the Raiders honestly should have won. They had three fourth quarter turnovers. Carr fumbled. Waller fumbled. And I think they had another turnover. Oh, that too. Waller fumble hurt. That it's wa- weird because I had Waller, but I also have the Bills defense. Yeah. <laughs> so I just recouped those yeah. points. When you, but... when you bet and when you do fantasy, it's like you, you, you it's like it's like being a black person. You just rooting for everybody, man. I want everybody to do well. Yes, exactly. So... Um, what you call it? Josh Allen, MVP conversation. Um, once again, yeah, he might be, great. man. He's cooking. He's yeah, as yeah, much no. as you want to hate him, right? Hey, is, I, no, no. Wait. I, I'm not I'm not hating. I did say last year, before season ended, I I said, Don't be surprised if Bills win the division. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's I think it's I had a the fair, Bills winning that and, shit. You know, I ain't believe now the, ba- the Bears. Yeah. I mean, it's the Bears, the Bull, the, the Bulls, uh, Bills, Bears, the Bills, the Bills. Four and zero, and I mean the Raiders also are a good team. I mean they just been stuck playing good teams the past few weeks. Um, I know Wally's been a what little. If he last week, I mean, outside Aside of the fumble, of the fumble he, he had, was he solid. Had, he solid. had nine, nine catches, 80 something yards. Yeah, I mean, solid. you know, four okay. tight, and that's pretty solid. Someone had said he was in the top like three or four for yeah, receiving tight ends, and I was like, I'm not surprised. I, w- I wouldn't put him up chugging it. Oh, like ranking? Yeah, ranking. Uh, like this year, statistically, he's he's a top yeah, five. He's, yeah, but, but not like he's getting over, the ball a lot. Yeah, like, but overall, I wouldn't put him up there. Yeah. And I like the guy, but yeah, no. but um, it's yeah. Three. So you're saying he's under Kittle and Kelsey? <laughs> but he's. I would say he's under Kittle, Kelsey, and like two or three other guys. But yeah. um, no, nah, Josh Allen. I mean, he's he's making the throws. Mm-hmm. You know, I I will say it is. Bomani Jones compares it to a roller coaster, which it is. There was this one particular play, I think, in the fourth quarter. Where they they were driving, I think could have put the game away for good with the field goal. With the field goal, uh, and he and ends up Josh taking like a twenty sack. yard yep. sack. Yeah, so they had to punt, and then the Raiders go down, score, which gave him a chance to get the onside kick. Um, so it's just little things like that. But no, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, still he's a young proven. Yeah, he's proven. But do you media. trust Josh? It's only your three. Hmm. Trust, trust him. him. I trust the defense. Still trust the defense more. I trust him more I than trust the quarterbacks. His, the other I, quarterbacks I, in New York. I trust his weapons more than trust, I trust Josh. Trust all the other quarterbacks in the division. And I trust camp. him in fantasy. Um. All right. This next one. This next game was a little nasty. Um. Indiana Chicago. Uh. Was the Super Bowl thirty something rematch? There is nothing to talk about here. <laughs> I don't want to talk that about that game. It. Was gross. I'm just yeah, mad they fucked up. The Bears fucked up my. Um. Yeah. Fucking Nick Foles shit the bed. I'll just leave it there. Nick Foles is Mariano Rivera when he comes in 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 relief of another quarterback. But as a starter, he's uh, Sonny Gray on the... Uh, no, I'll give you this. Um, oh. They did make a good point where they were like, without camp, it's not like Foles got to really... Like, everything's been catered to Mr. Trubisky. So it's not like Foles really got to be Foles. And in the end, the defense so, is also ranked top, like, yeah, three in the league. Yeah, their their defense is valid. So, you like, know, whatever. DeForest Buckner and their secondary. Yep. Shout, shout out to Rock. Yep, um, exactly. Rock take, take that into account as much as you want. Yeah, um, but I think the real thing is we're going to see next week if Foles is... We'll see what Foles is really made up next week. Um, That's what it'll come down to. For sure. And again, going four and zero is hard. Yes, John has said this repeatedly. Um, next game, uh, the Eagles at um, the Niners. Ah, uh, my ego is coming through for me on the money line to recoup my losses on Sunday. Wow. Let's get this money. Um, honestly, that's just a hard fought. That was a hard fought, much needed win for the Eagles. Um, the Niners, you can't say it's a letdown or disappointment because you're still without your starting quarterback mm-hmm. and like seven or eight starters on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. So it is what it is. You just got to kind of keep afloat until they get back. Kittle mm-hmm. fantasy owners were right. Kittle fantasy owners were going George crazy. Kittle, 15 receptions, 183 yards, and a touchdown on 15 targets. 15 targets, 15 receptions. And like five and like like five of those targets and like 80 something of those yards came on like that final drive when they were trying to uh win the game but uh yeah. eagles little cheeks i mean they don't got nobody they have no like they carson Wentz is throwing to nobody's out there that's been his whole career crazy what's weird because aguilar is actually playing really well for the uh yeah for the raiders <laughs> he decided to catch passes now but uh because there's no one to boo him and and <laughs> vegas but so yeah eagles first place in the division too one win. One win, two losses. NFC least. Tell me, the, the winner of that division is going to be under 500 this year. Yeah. 
It's gonna it's gonna be like uh, it's just disappointing. You the just, Eagles really. It's either seven and nine or seven eight and one. And you know it's gonna be funny. The wild card team is gonna be good. Yep, Walker team. They've, they're gonna take. They're gonna, gonna take really a home good. field game away from a team that wins. There's uh, an extra wild card team this year too, right? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah so they're like, gonna take a game away from the entire a team that has NFC like West. <laughs> yeah, so basically, literally, because the the NFC West does not have a does not nobody has a losing record. Right? There's now. a baseball division like that. Um, I forgot. Were three people were in the playoffs? Sounds like sounds like our division. Three or four. Oh, uh, there's another. There was another one. Not not this year because obviously. Oh, no, I'm this, talking about this the Central. Year. Central. I know the Central was zero and seven. No, it was us because no, we no. had three teams. We had it was the Rays, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays. There's another yeah. one. And then I'm trying to think of the other wild card teams. The other wild card team was the maybe the AL Central because it was the Central Twins, was, yeah, Twins, the White, Twins, the White, White Sox, Sox, and the, the Indians. Yep. And then you had the. It was the NL Central had four teams, and they all lost. And the NL wait when? Yeah, this year the NL Central had the Cubs. Um, the Cardinals, the Reds, and the Brewers. And they all lost. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They all got sweet. Who's the fifth team in that division? Pittsburgh. Wow. Wow. That's... NL, NL East only put one team in. Wow. Well, two. Sorry. Two. Sorry. And they're both still in it. They're both playing against each other. I don't like that, by the way. Like, in baseball, like, literally all of the matchups are, are divisional opponents. It's mm-hmm. the... It just happened that way, yeah, It's, it's kind of crazy how that happened because you got AL West versus AL West. You got AL East versus AL East. You got um, NL East versus NL East. And then you got NL West versus More NL compelling, West. though. Because yeah. it's rivals. It's yeah. just nothing but rivalries. Yes. Indeed. Oh, All right. Um but that's it. That's it for the for, for football and how we um what you call it in those games. Right. So I guess uh time for picks. Time for picks. Prime time picks, baby. All right, everybody. So it is now time for our weekly segment of Primetime Picks. Featuring Ooh. yours truly, World Wide West, also known as the Deacon of Demon Time. So Following last week, week four, our boy John had the best week. He was 4-0, so shout out to him. You already know. Um, okay, all right. I wasn't exactly, uh, you know, the best fan of that. But, you know, um, unfortunately, I didn't have the best week. I was 2-2. Two and two. Matt was also 2-2. Two and two. Justin came in second place and was 3-1. Uh, great job, you guys. So now as a leaderboard stand, we have John and First place, no, Justin's in first place. Wow. Um, yes, Justin, 13 and 3. Yeah, Matt hit the button. Hit Matt. the button. Yeah, yeah, hit it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, there you go. You know, and then uh, followed by the man in the middle, and then uh, me at 10 and 6, and then Matt at 9 and Wait, 7. Wait, what am I at? 12 and 4. Okay, so I'm one game back. One game back, yes. Right. One back in the lost column, and I will be three back in the lost column. But it's a new week, which means another opportunity for a winner mm-hmm. so with that said thursday night football buccaneers at bears give me mr brady yeah it's bucks all day if Foles beats brady though again give me the bears bro the jokes are going to oh, fly oh no <laughs> john really doesn't want to get to first place huh <laughs> he might i don't know son matt what's the word uh 500 a week. I'm going to play it safe with the Bucks. Okay. There it is. There it is. All right. This would be an interesting one. I I might take the over in this game. Vikings at Seahawks. 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 Seahawks? <laughs> Fuck the Vikings, though. Wow. Um, cool. Fuck Kirk Cousins. <laughs> wow. Matt, such such anger. Uh, yeah, like? I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks. Wow. Okay. Pretty strong. All right. Strong reaction. 
Nice. All right. Well, I guess this is what we're doing. I would take the over, though. Yeah, I would definitely take the over. We'll get to that in the next segment. It is. We're doing Seattle. Um, Hopefully, I spelled that right. Um, We got the Colts at the Browns. The three and one Colts at the three and one Browns. Hey man, they, the Colts defense is legit, but the Browns got their swagger back. Dog. Give, Give me, me the- Baker. Yeah. Sunday night. Sunday. Oh uh, no, this is game of the week. Mm. Give me the Browns, dog. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Browns. I'll take the Browns as well. Matt. I'm gonna go with the Browns. Wow. Do the Brown. Do the Brown. Wow. Say do the Brown. This do might be a what's it call it? A not difficult week then. It is. It is. Cool. Um, Chargers at Saints. This is an interesting one. But on the road, this is what. And the Saints are already won it. Zero and one for Monday Night Football. This is Sunday night or Sun- Monday. Monday night. Um, COVID permitting. Give me Justin Herbert getting his first win on the road. Ooh! Wow! Yeah. I'll go Saints. I'll go Saints. Go Saints. At the Dome. Yeah. I like the Chargers, but... Give me, give me the Saints. Okay. Does Michael Thomas come back soon? We don't know. We don't know yet. Should be coming back soon, but... I don't know, man. I, I like that Herbert kid, man. You but like he's Herbert traveling. Kid. He's hey, traveling. Man. He's going to New they, Orleans. They blew two leads against two of the of the better playing quarterbacks in the league right now. So, I don't know. Third time, I got to have faith in my boy Anthony Lynn. Matt! Give me That's just to get a lead. Matt! <clears throat> come to the dark side. <laughs> Who it's racist, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, they, well, there you have it. That is this week's pitch. We are locked in. Yes. That is all we have this week. For primetime picks. We will see who will prevail this week. May the odds be ever in our favor. (laughs) And if you guys are listening, we're about to go into our next segment, which is just for football and it is just for betting. We're going to our NFL picks and odds segment, which is going to be us going through every game and letting you know uh, what we think you guys should bet on. So um, if you're Michael Jordan to this shit or you're trying to get into it and make a little bread, go check that out. That's a YouTube exclusive segment. So with that, it is time for Anime Book Club. And this week we are continuing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders. We watched episodes 19 through 21. And we are almost done with that first season of Stardust. So we're almost halfway through Stardust in general. And um, yeah, I mean, it was some some pretty good episodes this week. We had uh, the first stand was um, Death 13. In uh, episodes 19 and 20. Lolly <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit talk! <laughs> But um, nah, it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty dope. Like it was a good one where it was like even I was getting into it because I don't remember I don't yeah. remember how he solved this. Because I was sitting here, I was like, damn, I know he solves it, but shit, this one's this pretty od. Shit had me fucked up. I thought it was really some Freddy shit. <laughs> I'm like, right? I was like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it, it's always like that one episode where you got the gang and then the gang gets through that to that one point where it's like, all right, this nigga is crazy. He's going <laughs> crazy. He's losing his shit. And Kakuna mm-hmm. is just like, no, I'm not. Like, look. Baby Stan, baby Stan. Like, like, damn, isn't it cut himself? Oh my god, he really is crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised he didn't show them the knife and be like, yo, like, there's no blood on my knife. Like he when he yeah, was like, you could have wiped, wiped, wiped it off. Yeah, you could have yeah. wiped it off. But if without water, and they can't waste water because they're in the desert, you can't uh, get all the blood off. That they shit did have wasn't water because he was cooking. They can't waste the water to wash a knife, bro. 
Yeah. Eh, well. The I, fight. I peed it off. Yeah. I don't know. And it's crazy. <laughs> and it's 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 just, you know, like this the like every anime has a theme. And this theme is like it's like Scooby Doo. It's like the the RDC World skit, man. It's like they always figure out a way in the craziest way. They're smart. At least the baby acknowledged that they were clever. Yes. Yes. Like is smart. Yep. See the baby proved he was baby and he's proven why all, all anime villains are dumb. Could have easily got could have easily got everybody out the paint in like one second. But no, evil villains want to give a long speech and prove that they're smarter than you. And then what ends up happening? Boom. Dead. Kakuin was defeat. about it though. Well, I mean, he was pretty confident. He just thought it was it was done once Kakuin got knocked out. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll be fine. Well, even Little when they were did on he the, know. Well, the first time when they were on the planet, it was just Kakuin and uh, Polnareff. He was taking mad long to kill both of them. Mm. And but then, just, he, but then the baby realized, like when he was on the plane, he's like, "All right, well, damn, like if the cockerweed don't stop fuck, bugging the fuck out, like we're all gonna crash and we're all gonna die." That was hilarious. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My man's. <laughs> this is funny because JoJo always makes a joke. He's like, "All right, yo, you've been in three plane crashes. Like, I don't want to be in any more planes with you." And then he ends up in a plane with them, and then they fucking crash. <laughs> no, the best part was when they were like, "Oh man, I hope that baby gets help." Huh, I wonder whose baby that was. And they all look at her like, Word. that's not your baby? <laughs> so it's like, nah, like I just you know, thought that I should send him off with the group. Like, yeah, he was bugging. Was now bugging. the dog being killed in the beginning was wild. Yeah, oh, was yeah, scary. that was a little gory. I just don't understand. If he can use... uh, uh, uh what I'm, I'm blanking on this stand. So, Dead 13? No, nah, Soylent Purple. Uh, <laughs> Hermit Purple? Hermit Purple, yeah. Soylent Purple. Soylent Green. Uh, yeah, Hermit. If he can use it, why didn't he just use it just to fly in general? Like he only used it at the very last second to restabilize the plane. Yeah, to help trigger it. Right. Because he couldn't stabilize it on his own. Yeah, so why don't you just do it from the beginning? Oh, no, the plane's crashing. Hey, Hermit Purple, boom, and we're back. Instead of having to wait, like... Well, at first, they had to get Kakuyan's leg off of him. Yep. That was the first thing, because he was kicking him in the arm, pushing it forward. And then JoJo had to hold his leg. Yep. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, it was interesting. And then, as per usual, they figured it out. And then at the I love end, when he goes, I'm someone who doesn't panic, and then freaks out. Yep. And Kakuin was like, I told y'all niggas, but I didn't really tell y'all niggas, because, you know, he could only say so much. Nigga, the baby. No, he also d- just let everything happen. He was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, because yep. they had no memory of it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then they fed, he fed the baby shit, and he got his just desserts. Oh, you're stupid. It's Death 13's only a head and arms. I'm like, that's mad specific. Like, how could anybody even think... Like, oh yeah, this I mean, it didn't matter because Kakuin like, oh. shit is he, he'll just possess people anyway. <laughs> yep. So, nah, exactly. when he had the eyeballs coming out, bro, that shit was so and, wild. Uh, he was like, you can't scream anymore. Uh, like, oh, that's gross. And then they grew legs. Uh. Yeah, it was a gross uh, episode. Yeah. Not something I I should have watched right before going to bed, but <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Yep. They got out of there, and at the end, Kakuin made the baby eat his own shit. So. Yeah. I, I, d- I wanted him to kill the baby, yeah. bro. I Me hate. Too. I was. I was thinking about that in the car. I'm like, yo, I hate when heroes take the high road on things. Like this person just tried to kill you, or and or your family. Why don't you kill them? But awesome. isn't that what makes heroes heroic? It's do you kill baby Hitler? Yes. Or do you just <laughs> raise him to not be Hitler? No, you you nah, kill nah, baby nah. Hitler. No, no, no. You got to just body him. You just got to body. <laughs> you got to throw him in the river. Wowzers. Wowzers. Do you, do you, it's like do you do you kill uh? All those slave owners and stuff, where you just raise them to not be slave owners. Like, no, get them out of here. Fuck them kids. Fuck them <laughs> kids. Yep, exactly. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, Joseph is uh, manning manning the boat. That's getting them across the Arabian Peninsula. And then guess what? A detour. He said, yeah, we got to go meet somebody. We out to Love Island. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Got to go meet someone. Yep. And uh, so now we're in episode 21, and there was an important person they had to meet. 
This one was pretty. This is pretty cool. Yeah, you want a plot? Hey, we back. Oddvol's dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Sorry, Avdol. Sorry. Yeah, you gotta put some respect on my boy. Recipes. I love how his um his chickens are named after like R and B singers. It's Michael Prince and Lionel. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah. come on, yo. That shit was great. That was good. That was really good. That's funny. But uh, I love all the like real like cultural references. Yeah, in exactly. It. Like when they were talking about uh, the, the, what was it? They were talking about uh, not Billy Joel, but they were talking about um, fuck Queen. Mm. Yeah, they were talking about Queen. Oh, yeah, when they, they, uh, in, uh, in when or I guess now we're getting to it. When he meets the stand and runs the genie lamp. Yeah. And he Aladdin. Went, yep. And he, yep. one of his wishes, like, oh, I want to be a really famous uh, manga ro- <laughs> artist. <laughs> I'm going to be bigger than Disney. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm yeah. land. I'm exactly. Like, mm. I just like how my man's really trying to say, yeah, I'm rubbing the barnacles off this lamp. And like, this, this nigga not realize that it's a fucking. Like, if I saw some shit like that, I'd be like, yo, it's lit. Yeah. But he was like, but he also is not going to think it's real. And then yeah. that's why he was like, when it happened, he was like, he was like, oh, he's like trying to rationalize. He was like, it's got to be the dust like coming out of it. He was like, this is no Aladdin shit. Like, right. come on. Then, and lo and behold, it was some Aladdin shit. I wonder who the user is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. Oh, wait. You know what? What if the user is uh, Abdul's, uh, Abdul's dad? It's possible. And he, that's just a way for him to keep people off the island. This hmm. is facts. Yeah, it's possible. He got the money. My and we also could have just been like, hey, I got all this bread. And we also don't know what it what it is because uh, as Joe Star said, like he doesn't know what 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 is uh what his stand what his stand is. is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it is possible. Anything's possible with popsicle. Yes, exactly. But. And then uh, yeah, basically he was making some wishes at first, and then he was making some bullshit wishes, and then then he wished for his sister to come back, and then Avdol to come back. But I didn't understand that part because the 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 genie stand basically said she's from your heart. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So why was she evil? Wouldn't he? Wouldn't his heart be pure? No, I think it's more so um just the way the genie's power is because it's like his, he wasn't able to b- just bring her back. He's like, I bring her back out of the dirt. So it's like I'm kind of creating something. That's why she was like, my body isn't complete. My body isn't complete. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it was. Where it's like, yo, like because you wish for this, because you wish with all your heart, I can't turn back like something that you made me make. Ah, so it's like you made me make her. I didn't. It wasn't my decision to make her. You made me make her. So you have to deal with it now. So if she just eats people, she she basically just needs to feed. feed. So the only things to eat there, like she needs like meat, like she needs to feed. She ate the bird. No, she did eat the bird. Damn! And now we got. Now we're gonna have zombie Avdol come back too because he was like, "Oh, I wish for my sister gone." He was like, "He's like, you made a third ah, wish. You made, you a made third a third wish." wish. Uh, <laughs> oh. Damn. Nah, that shit with his sister. That shit was kind of, yo, that he was out here like, I love like, I like when shows do that where they do a good job showing the emotion where someone starts to tear up and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely did a good job of pulling her off his eye. He's like, and you just see him, he's like, I just want to see your face one more time. I just want to see your face one more time. Like, that's, it's rough, man, with the flashbacks and whatnot. Hey, man. It's fucked up. There's the plot. Yeah, I, I and the plot is starting to thicken. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, you know. Cold peanut butter? Yes. Thick. <laughs> Or refrigerated molasses. Yes. So cold molasses? Yes. Frozen molasses. That shit don't move. That shit is... This is like cement booty? It's on some... Uh, <laughs> cement booty. It's on yeah. some Jill wow. Scott thickness. Like two-hand thick. On the mic thickness. Yes. He Jill is Scott. the deacon. He is the deacon of demon time for a reason. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And then... First off, if I had a genie... All my life would be my, all my life problem would be would be solved. Have y'all ever seen the Fairly Odd Parents shit? Like the, the show, yeah. Like no, well, the episode, yeah, with, with Norm the Genie. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, son. So it's like yo having three rule free wishes. Imagine you could wish for 
like anything. You wish for more wishes. It's just smart. It is smart. Like why not just oh you can't wish for more wishes? All right, I wish for their I wish for the loophole of no wishes to be lifted. Boom. Now my second wish, I wish for unlimited wishes. Yep. Exactly. But you know they don't think like us. That's why they can't put us in cartoons. Then mm-hmm. it's then it's the oh oh I wish for you to be free. Boo, yeah. nigga. <laughs> right. You better go back there and work that minimum wage. <laughs> hey man, listen. I got to work no more, but you got to work for me. <laughs> Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. <laughs> All right, so if you had three wishes, what would they be? Oof, I knew he was going to ask. Um, I would wish for some more viewership. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> I def- No, that definitely would be one of my wishes. I would shit. wish for the... the. If this was Listen, if this was the only work I had to do during the week and this shit could fucking fund my life, I would That's be what, so content. I was going to say, okay, like, that, that was smart sense. if we just go, like... To have on like riches, but they came from the podcast. Yes, exactly. Like that'd be it. Like so, it takes care of us not having to worry about money, mm. and then us also just being able to do this. Yes, exactly. See, that would be fun. Yeah, it would make my life a lot easier. Um, I think I, I definitely would wish for that. I would also wish for. Um, damn, I don't know. Fuck, now I'm thinking about it. I, I definitely had this in my mind. Um. Y'all go. Y'all go ahead. All right. Jeannie says we... All right. That's my one wish. Y'all go... At, at, all right. So we're all doing one wish? Yes. Okay. You want to go? I already did my wish. It's the... I want, the, I want the addendum right. to the loophole that uh, I can't more, more, have more wishes. That's, all right. That doesn't help for like what we're doing right now. I said you, just pick three wishes. That doesn't... No. I, that is my wish. So I picked my wish. Your wish oh fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Well... Screw you guys. All right, you so guys run right. out of, when you guys run out of wishes and I'm still wishing. So what was one of the wishes you would use after you did the loophole? Okay, see, there you go. There's your better question. And then after I wish for the unlimited wishes? Yeah. Wish? Okay. So uh, hmm. definitely it would be that one of the wishes, all debt gone, but only for people I like. So yeah. Okay. Like all student loan debt, credit card debt. Everybody's debt free now. I like that. Okay. I, um... I'm, I mean, if I had if I had three, I would definitely kind of do that unlimited wishes thing. Yeah. But um, Copycat. one that I was thinking <laughs> is if we already did the the riches, right? So yes. money's taken care of. Money's taken care of. I think uh, I think I might just repair the earth. Yeah. Because I really like cars. So it's like if I have the riches, then I can get the cars that I want. But then I don't want to feel bad about having all these cars. Yeah. Repair the earth. Yeah. Ah. Gay. Heard you look. Heard you look. What's Dickie. the point of having all the wishes if you can't enjoy the earth? All right, Captain Planet. Jeez. <laughs> Listen, Hi. if I have unlimited wishes, that'll I'm be one a of them. Baboon. <laughs> I have unlimited wishes. That'll be one of them. Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, riches that, and then maybe to never have to pay taxes. I think um, the appropriate ending for the episode would definitely be Lil Dicky's Earth. No. <laughs> We love the earth. <laughs> it is our planet. <laughs> it is our home. If you haven't watched Dave, yes. great show. Dave is an amazing show. I, getting, I honestly, who's getting the milking board? Raise your hand. Wow. Let's we'll cut a hole in this one. That's what we'll do for our next guest. Oh, you're wild. <laughs> be like, um, <laughs> you just move the soundboard over and be like, why is there a hole there? Nah, the best shit was when the fucking cup fell through. He's like, why y'all got a hole in your table? <laughs> Do you really want to know? <laughs> I think the funniest was when they were doing it and the dude opened up the garage <laughs> to park his car in there and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, shout out Gator. 
Facts. Hey, Shout man. out uh, the white dude. I forgot his name. I forgot his name too. Shout out the black friend and the Asian friend. Yeah. Taco? Taco, yeah. Yeah, Taco. Taco and then the Asian joint that he was fucking. Yeah. She was an I Asian joint. Like, I feel like she had more sex appeal than she was attractive, but. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think it's funny that they're all like friends, but like roommates, but, but be, they're only friends because they're roommates with each other in a sense. No. Because isn't the. Mm-mm. The Asian no, girl the not. Roommate, isn't the Asian girl the roommate of Dave's? That's the only one. Dave's Everyone else has been friends. Yeah, the good, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I, that's what I mean. But Taco wasn't friends with Dave. Yeah, he, he was. was. No, they were childhood I know, friends. I know Dave. I'm saying Taco wasn't friends with the Asian girl or the girlfriend until you know Dave. They got together. Right. Yeah, but that's making it seem like he started. Um, he only started dating the girlfriend when they were roommates. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying like they were all cool. Like they were. Like it seems like from what the show started. Like when you start up, they're, they've been cool for a while. Like, yeah, but the only roommate relationship was Asian girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Th- that's not what you said. But I okay. Said Hi, I'm said. Dave. I'm Lil Dicky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. I'm Lil Dicky. <laughs> nah, that last episode where he was just, it was just a flow. Yeah, freestyling. He's yeah. he's different. No, he he's, he's he's different. He's, but that was just a wild thing. He was really about. He was really out here freestyling about sucking dick in jail. I'm like, yo. I, oh, not that no, wasn't no, the freestyle. No, no, that was no, the no, song. That was, that was a music was video, song? which yeah. is a whole. No, that wasn't the video. Bro, it was just this song that off, he wrote for it. That shit was hilarious. And, and, he, and, 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 and he wanted know, to do it, but yeah. they were like, nah. They're like, no, wild. we're not doing this. Yeah. It's just so crazy because like the fact that he has the power to like actually paradise like white people making fun of like shit in jail. Like this nigga little dicky is like like he's just. I don't know, bro. He's that lit. shit and the fact that like when they had Benny Blanco, he was like, "Yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. It's like a parody <laughs> of like what's going on in the prison industrial complex, like that whole shit." He's like, "But the crazy thing is, is like, yo, but you gotta see like the second half of the yeah. thing to like actually, you know." And then everybody that watched the second half, we obviously didn't. They're like, "Yo, like, hey, well, it makes sense. The way you tied it up, and, you know." <laughs> but how about the fact that they literally gave him all at the beginning? They were like, "Yeah, you can have as much creativity as you want. We won't even say anything." And how wild he had to be for them to be like, yeah. yo, <laughs> hold on, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. You talking about sucking dick? <laughs> and then my man's was just like going to Breakfast Club, obviously on some parody shit because it's crazy because the first time he actually went on the Breakfast Club, he didn't even freestyle. And he said like, yeah, I can't freestyle in, in, in real life. And then he went on the Breakfast Club in the show and was just like, all right, well, you know what? I'm not going to preview this song. I'm going to freestyle for y'all instead. And Charlotte mm-hmm. Isn't he God. better at freestyling than, or I isn't mean, that his best? No, he can't free. He can't make hooks. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like if you ever listened to his album, that was like one of the shits, like oh, the song yeah. with Snoop. Yeah, like, it's just mad funny. Yeah, he can, he's but like, he can rap though. Yeah, he's like he's like no, like I'm not good at like making the rest of the songs. He's like that ass can't make hooks. He's like, don't you just like outsource for that? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, man, you want to smoke this weed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Big facts. Shout out, Lil Dicky. Big facts. Fan of the pod. If LD ever want to pull up and talk uh, Philly sports, pull up. We we'll talk all day, bro. All right. So with that, <laughs> um, if you guys are following along with us, watch the next three episodes. We're finishing up season one of Stardust Crusaders. So uh, 22, 23, 24 for next week. And yes, I mean, that's pretty much it for us here for episode 61. Um, follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go check out the, uh, the betting video. It's a YouTube exclusive if you haven't already, if you want to get into it or anything like that. Um, yeah, follow me at Offended Narwhal, guys. Um, big facts. Uh, y'all already know the situation. Um, yeah, man, just make sure y'all staying safe out here on the streets. COVID is obviously still going on, yep, bro. Yep. So just Don't make sure like y'all. President. Yes, y'all just be responsible. Um, yeah, man, sports. Have fun. Enjoy. Keep watching NBA Finals. We got football in full effect. 
And yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, don't listen to them. Uh, Trump said he's built different. <laughs> he said R.I.P. to those two hundred thousand, but I'm built different. Uh, no, seriously, take this uh, virus serious and uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, and we're still alive for uh, Lakers in five. Let's go. And by the time, hey, by the time they hear us, we're going to be recapping the NBA Finals. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Even if it goes seven, we'll still... We'll still have been done. Yep. So, yeah. Later, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody, ain't no letting down, I won't let you down Cause I got ice in my veins